And now, introducing the man who's begun doing all of his child's schoolwork as a refresher of basic arithmetic and reading skills, and quote, to make him look like a friggin' genius, unquote. However, things got a bit awkward when the teacher called for an impromptu parent-teacher conference to bring up concerns about what she said was, quote, nothing but wrong answers, unquote. With the Orioles winning another game last night, Mike Elias's master plan came into clearer form as it became obvious that the master competitor that he is, eschewing all chances of getting the number one overall pick, was just a strategy because he didn't want to take the easy way out. He is Glenn Clark. I have no idea what happened to young Jack, so why don't you go unlock the door? Because I, I, have, I literally have no idea where he is. I'd, well, good. I, I mean, I would have him do it, but he's not here, so I don't know. Good. Maybe, maybe he needed a break to do drugs. I'm not really sure what's going on there, but um, we need to unlock the door. Good morning from the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio. It is Glenn Clark Radio. I'm Glenn Clark. He is Kyle Ottenheimer. We are here for the next uh, couple of hours. we got a lot to do. Our friend Krista Scheele is going to join us in studio here in a little bit. Uh, of course, longtime uh, executive producer at WBAL. We're going to talk some Olympics. Um, really excited about that. As uh, I'm an Olympics guy, I tell you that all the time. I am into it. I enjoy it. I am uh, looking forward to uh, talking to Dash because there is no one I know that is uh, more into. He's into most major events, but in particular, he is into the Olympics and obviously his past work. Um, is a significant part of that. So we'll talk to Dash here in a bit. Also this morning, we're going to check in uh, with the Bowie Bay Sox as we do uh, once a week. And uh, Toby Welk is going to join us, who's uh, one of the cooler stories with the Bowie Bay Sox seemingly. Um, really, he's been a cool story at every level that he's been at. So we will chat with him as well this morning. Hey, look who's here. I'd love to see that guy. Hey, today's show is brought to you by Sports and Social MD. I want to highlight some things that are coming up at Sports and Social MD, including this week, the Drag Brunch. This is my type of event. Tickets are on sale right now at axis.com, axs.com, for the Drag Brunch, which is this Sunday, 11 a.m. doors. The show starts at noon, $25 per person. In order to get in for the drag brunch this Sunday at Sports and Social Maryland, if that's not your thing, and I, you know, I ain't judging whether it's your thing or not. I, it's my thing. I'm down. I think you're literally judging, aren't you? No, I would. I well, mean, like, if you're it's one not, of the judges, if it's not, yeah. Oh, I would love. I would love that gig. I would love that gig. I mean, I would judge you more if it's not your thing than if it is. Um, that's not your thing, however. Perhaps you want to be there for the UFC fight on Saturday night. Ten dollar admission ticket. Email events at sportssocialmaryland.com in order to book your tables. Doors are at 8. The main card starts at 10. And they've got fantasy football draft packages available at Sports and Social starting at $250. Includes your draft board, space for 12 people, two platters of 24 wings, four towers of beer, Three nachos with guacamole. I know you're having a fun time looking at the internet right now, but we are doing a show, and Dash is trying to get your attention too. So, like, just anything other than perusing the internet would be good for a. a That's not about the Wi-Fi. Do. That's a riddle, isn't it? It's not really a riddle. There's there's a, a picture on a door over there that's got the. I've never connected the Wi-Fi in this place in my life. Oh, for God's sakes! I swear to everything holy, Dash. I'll don't worry. I'll take care of it too. Where's the picture? Which door? You just go right back to Which perusing door? the internet. It's on John's office. Okay. It's on the outside of that. You can take a picture. I will do that. My God. 
as I was saying, the fantasy football draft packages at Sports Social MD include your draft board, space for 12 people, a couple of wing platters of 24 wings, four towers of beer, three nachos of guacamole. You can throw in a, a chair massage for an hour. Sounds pretty, yeah, it sounds pretty good to me. Of course, you also didn't turn your microphone on. Everything's going swimming. No, Dash, it's not you. It's not you. It's not you. Need you to know that. It's not you. Go to Sports Social MD in order to find ND.com to find out more. Sports Social MD.com. Holy crap. Hi. Hi. Good morning. Glenn Clark Radio. Sorry. I'll shake it off. I'll shake it off. Hi, Chris DeShiel. How are you, my friend? Hello, friends. Great to see everyone. I don't know what's going on today. I have no idea how to describe it. Uh, love you, buddy. It's great to see great you. To see you. Uh, for those who don't know, Dash, Dash worked for a long time as an executive sports producer at WBAL. Um, and then he single-handedly defeated cancer with his bare hands. <laughs> he went into a fight. He went into a battle. And he said, I'm going to murder cancer. And he did it. Uh, first That's degree. exactly how it works, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. That's yeah, we exactly. We went to a trial and everything, and um, it was uh, yeah, long battle. I don't want to go into the specifics because it's 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 boring me, so it'll bore the bore the audience. But uh, but uh, it's done, and we're on the other side. All right, it's great to see you, buddy. I, great to I, see you guys. I'm, I got a chance to hang out with Dash a few weeks ago and watch the basketball. It was the last joy I had in my life. <laughs> the last joy I had in my life was Game Two of the NBA Finals, and then it was like newfound glory all downhill from here. It was really bad. Every other game that we did not watch together, it is uh, sad. It's very sad for me. But that night was great. They hit about 1,000 threes. On the first. Thought we were, thought we were rolling. Thought everything and was good. And they were. Good. And it uh, wasn't meant to be. Not that uh, the refs decided in game four when they gave Devin Booker a phantom fifth foul. Not that I'm still thinking about that at all. I'm Our totally, good friend Scott Foster. To- yeah, great, great to have him show up. Great to have him show up. It is really remarkable. That Chris Paul has never won a game officiated by Scott Foster. It's I, unbelievable. And he knows it. That's the funniest part of all. <sighs> anyway, all right. Uh, that, that happened. But Dash and I watched the game together. I was very happy about that. Uh, for people that know you and know the battle that you've been through, can you, keep, can you catch everyone up? Uh, you're totally good, right? Like, everything is... is... Yeah, actually, it's funny. Um, last week... Bring I, my gain up slightly, Kyle. Last week I had... Um, uh, my last, oh, not my last, my most recent uh, scan, um, and uh, the three letters that you want to hear is uh, NED, which is no evidence of disease, and so for two scans in a row, um, which I've been a year apart, uh, I've gotten uh, that grade, and it's a good grade. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah better that's than, the it's one better you want. better than a C-. Correct. So, um, yeah, it definitely... Um, it's it's as the kids say it's all good yeah that's what i love to hear that's what i love to hear i am very happy about that um and and well, let's keep it that way forever let's keep it that way you yes, sir. you've left wbal you're doing some writing now you're yeah doing i'm doing some, some writing um uh, website baltimore sports and life okay um and um uh keeping my eye out for uh um any uh any and all uh a fun opportunity. This is my way of saying hire Dash. <laughs> hire Dash. He's very good at what he does. He's extraordinarily good at it. He has quite a few references. Way too kind. Yeah, he has quite a few references. 
Um, so hire him because you're you're in that place. You're ready to go. I am. And I love that. I love everything about that. Thanks, all right. sir. So I wanted to bring you in because yeah. I know you as a man who enjoys all major sporting events. Absolutely. You you are into like the pomp and circumstance of 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 all events. We've gotten together to uh, you and I to watch the Wimbledon final. Yes, sir. And you, I know, are Wimbledon the Wimbledon movie. Yeah, correct. Well, by the way, I'll, uh, I'll tell you one thing. I, Kirsten Dunst at that point in her life. That was. Uh, I don't know why it all fell off for her so quickly. Forty love. My, <laughs> my God, my. She God. peaked at Spider-Man. Kirsten, no, she did not peak at Spider-Man. You're oh. wrong about that. Kirsten Dunst in Wimbledon was phenomenal. Of course, uh, uh, Paul Bettany played the brilliant Peter Colt. And you think I don't know about the Wimbledon movie? I know everything. He was unseated. About the Wimbledon movie. What's that? Yeah, he was yeah. unseated. Yeah, correct. He was unseated. <laughs> and he won, right? He won Wimbledon. He won Wimbledon. And then immediately retired. <laughs> To go be like a a, a, a tennis a, pro somewhere, a cowboy like, for Kirsten. Dunst. Correct, yeah. immediately, immediately. Not a bad she, gig if you can She get did not win. That's right. She did not That's win right. Wimbledon in the film. And Sam Neill, who played yes, the correct. very um, overprotective father. father. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he didn't win either. For what it's worth, <laughs> he also did not win in his personal battle that he was having with the older uh, Peter Colt. Yes. Who, of course, was played by Paul Bettany. You think I could do an entire podcast <laughs> about the motion Ports picture? Of Thunder Wimbledon. special episode. It was it was a phenomenal motion picture. It was truly wonderful. And uh, this was before Paul Bettany had his later career resurgence, of course, uh, in the Marvel pictures. And when I genuinely thought that we could get Paul Bettany on this program to talk about the show Wimbledon, and then everybody was like, "Quick aside, I know you were yeah, going to something else. Yeah. I've never seen one Marvel, one Marvel movie. Not now one. You're one. Make an enemy. I have not no, one. I have no, no, no. You no make an interest. enemy when you try to trash him, or you try to I, say no. I have, I have no. I've, I'm not trashing them this because is, I haven't seen right. them. This is my like. I, I, I don't care. I am just not a Star Wars person, right? right. But I don't. But I don't, you've I don't, seen them. I've well, I've seen the ones that mattered. I haven't well, seen no. all of the new ones. Like I've seen some of them. <laughs> I've I've seen. Who's to decide? My wife made me see one of them. What she she made me see the one that everybody hated. The and I actually kind of enjoyed the it. The last one, the most recent no, one. No, the one that was not part of the like the one. Uh, was, oh, Rogue uh, the, One. No, Rogue Solo. One was Solo. It was fun. Awesome. It was very fun. Solo she was made, entertaining. She made me Solo see was Solo. Fine. I enjoyed it a great deal. And, like of all the Star Wars movies, I was like, this one's maybe the best one I had seen. Although I will say, I was on pain medicine during Solo during the fairness. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it makes everything good. Makes everything good. Um, it's just not my thing. But people, th- when I say that, like people think I'm, I'm not trashing it in any way. I'm not telling you it's terrible. It's just not for me. It's not my right. thing. I have no problem with something not being someone's thing. Right. It's when somebody attempts to trash something that they or they show their ass. Or this guy. Uh, this is not only does he peruse the internet when I need him to do things. He will trash. Like he'll say things like. I think America's kind of Pixar'd out at this point, as every Pixar film continues to be I wonderful about Pixar. It's just and cars. makes three hundred million dollars each. I just trash cars. Cars couldn't be more popular. Exactly, it's a maybe giant make a franchise. Three, it's maybe make a trilogy of one of their good movies. I don't no, know. No, it's quite good. They yeah. did. It's called Toy Story. Yeah, they yeah, made it some was of worth those. It. They made a quadrilogy, yes, whatever the hell the word is for that. I don't and they're know. making a Buzz Lightyear spinoff film. Are they're they? Making, they? Of course are. they are. are they doing an, really? They're doing an origin story. I want to say Chris Evans is. We got a Wally too. How are they doing on Earth? Uh, not not so great. I don't know <laughs> if you've been paying attention. Not so great. Or or when somebody tries to suggest like I'm kind of uh, I think I think Marvel's done. I'm like if you paid attention, like somebody. It's like half the movie. I, I just went and saw Black Widow on Saturday night, and I was like, this is so much better than anything I've seen all year, and it's like the least popular Marvel movie. 
It's oh, that's oh, I, that's. I will interject the Anthony Bourdain documentary. It's the best. Movie oh, I do. I do need to see that. I do need to see that. I do need to see that for sure. So I know it doesn't bother me that you haven't seen a, a Marvel film. It's weird. Like that's over, almost <laughs> oh, overwhelming. But I don't I think know how was, it's possible. But, you didn't but, even see but like weird is is is. Yeah. Is oh a pretty yeah. Rack. Pretty all encompassing. So, yeah. yeah. That's a good I feel point. like everyone saw Iron Man when it came out. You know. Nope. No, I mean, I, any of them. I know who's in them. I know who Robert Downey Jr. is in them. And, it, uh, you know, ScarJo was in who, Black who, Widow. Who, who played her parents? Do you know? Who played Scarlet? In, in Black Widow. Are they mm. famous? Uh, hold on. Yeah, they're famous. Paul Bettany. It's not Paul Bettany. No, just He, like, of course, was in WandaVision, Give me however. like 20 I, I know. Uh, My wife uh, is really struggling with the, because she's more, even more into Marvel than I am. And I'm like. She has not watched any of the Disney Plus shows. I'm like, baby, you have I think to those watch. Those are sometimes better than the movies. They're not better, but Loki they're damn good. Loki was quite good. Yeah. It was quite good. Although, I give up. They're not done, right? They're just paused right now. As far as they're going to do. A, what do you I, mean done? It was a like I watched the the last mean, episode that was available. Oh, they're going to have a second season. No, but that was that can't be the way this season ended. Oh, it's over. That's brutal. I like that's it. a brutal. It was the best finale way. of any of them. I thought. Yeah, I disagree with that. That's yeah. a brutal. I happen to be way. a very big Jonathan Majors fan. I mean, I, it's fine. Good for you. I Thank mean, you. Like, it is good for me. It was I, tremendous. I got nothing to say else to say there. It was a uh, uh, David Harbor from Stranger Things played her father, and uh, Rachel Weiss played oh, him. Oh, I and looks, got, and looks great. Academy looks Award great. nominee yeah, Rachel Weiss. Absolutely. So they have Russian accents, isn't she Russian? Uh, yeah, there's, there's absolutely some Russian. David Harbor, who is like. He he's it's a very strange he's such a strange story, like he's supposed to be sort of like the pudgy, like forgettable character not forgettable but like the 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 guy that has nothing to offer in Stranger Things and yet he's the guy that always solves everything. Well, and then it's the old detective trope, you he, know. Yeah, he's supposed to be like sort of jacked. Somebody tweeted they need to release the next season of Stranger Things. All those kids are twenty five. Yeah, at this point, yeah. no, correct. It's yeah. gonna be it's going to be strikingly difficult. That's not true. Millie Bobby Brown's only like seventeen. Yeah, I know. She's only like seventeen. Are we good? You're good. We're yeah, good. Dad's trying we to let you know it. he got on the internet Beautiful. magically. Um, anyway, what are we doing here? Oh, we wanted to talk Olympics. That's oh, what Marvel. we wanted to do. Marvel yeah, for two hours. Marvel. What time is Toby Welk joining us this 1040. morning? Ten forty. All right, ten forty. Um, Dash, you people, you love the Olympics. I do. Is it because you always love the Olympics, or is it because your job doing TVA at an NBC affiliate that had to produce its own Olympic yeah, shows yeah. forced you to love the Olympics, or else you were going to be quite miserable? No, it's funny. It actually, uh, I, whereas, like, okay, so this is a little bit of pulling behind the curtain, but. All of these NBC affiliates have to do that show that comes on the Olympic Zone. That's right, and um, so it comes down on a feed, kind of pre-produced. Okay, and um, let's just say um, a lot of times. So what do you have to do? Exactly. Yeah, that's a great question. So I uh, naturally wanted to make it more difficult for myself, and all of these package. There are a few. Uh, uh, stories that you have to run because a commercial is attached to them, right. but a few that you don't have to. Okay. And so what I would do is I would find the individual events that you wouldn't see in primetime and cut them up oh. as um, what we would call views. Or, you were trying or to little, give them some love. You were trying exactly. to... So, so like what are the types of events that you would try to sneak in there a little bit more often? Uh, it's funny because they would almost never have basketball. What? Seems odd. Never. It would just Seems be these odd. kind of... Human, it, it, they to be fair, basketball these, not exactly the event that needs a little more love. No, but <laughs> but think the one but does have a lot of popularity. Right. Yeah, yeah, that is true. And it, it would just be these reporters, and this, obviously these are pro uh, pro 
pre-COVID uh, times. Mm-hmm. So it would be like um, in Rio, oh, oh my God, we went to a Fogo de Chao place. Oh, this is so great. You know, and frankly, they were not that interesting. Okay. And um, okay. so, so it was less about the competition and more about like oh my human God. interest. Stuff. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It was like, uh, you know, it's it's warm here today. And that was a three minute story. And so Ryan Lochte was arrested uh, last night. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very, very sweet, inspiring story. And unfortunately, that was a couple of days. So but um, no. So I would just find um, stories. That I, I, I'm a big golf guy. I, I think everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. So. Um, they would never have another sport that doesn't really need the love. You're not giving right, me like right. the sports that need the love. Okay, so. all right. Um, how about and and this is true. I because I watched um either last night or um over the weekend the um two gentlemen in track and field. I forget. No, the, it's the, the greatest. It's the greatest it moment of the Olympics. It is the by far the moment of the Olympics. Most awesome. And it was a. In, if you're not familiar with the story, in the high jump this thank year. Thank you. There was, uh, there were two men. I believe it was Qatar and I don't remember what the other country was. Greece. Yeah, it might have. They might have been uh, Greece. Um, they were. They were. They both got. They both didn't. They didn't miss a bar all night, and then they got to the highest height. And is they, this the high jump or the pole vault? No, it's the it high jump. It's the That's high jump. That's where they jump. just do That's the whole lift their butt thing That's and go horizontal and all that. Flop. They they okay. they jump over with their face up in the air and they try to contort themselves to make sure they don't okay. hit the bar. And they made it, they made every jump all night. Do you want to be them. tall for that or do you want to be short? No idea. I've never done any research on this topic. You want to make sure you don't you. break yeah, the bar. I could not tell you. So they make every jump all night. They both get to the highest height and they both miss all three tries at the highest height. Losers. And so then they're, 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 they're summoned over to prepare for a jump off, to prepare for something that would determine who the victor is because they both had made all of their jumps. There was no, there was no tiebreaker that they could go to. If you, for example, if one of them had missed, yeah. if, you clear, right, right. if you clear two of the three jumps, you can still move on, even if you don't clear all three of them. But nobody had missed anything all night. Kay. So they were dead even. And they get summoned over. They're being chatted with. Hey, here's how this is going to work. And one of them just says, like, do we have to do this, or can we both just be gold medalists? It became like if, if Glenn and I were playing mini-golf. Right. And it was a three-footer, and we both said, good, good. Yep. And that's how it worked. And they that's both thing? They both looked at the guy, and the guy's like, now. The guy's <laughs> like, well, I, I, I guess you— Sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't know I couldn't I, do that. I guess you, I guess you could if you, if you want to be. And they were both like— Hell yeah, we want to be. <laughs> and so they both like leap into each other's arms. They're both very excited. As it turns out, they, they high jump into each other's arms. D- despite they did not. Um, despite being from Greece and Qatar, they're quite close friends. They're right, they've gone right. to it. They go to each other's weddings. Like they've been friends for a very long time. And this was a particularly special moment. Not just because, like the 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 cynic in you wants to say, well, yeah, you just clinched a gold medal. Like why would you want to keep jumping? Like. You mean to tell me either either I get a gold medal or I got to jump again and risk not getting a gold medal? So this is like if F- people yes, were getting me the gold perfect medal. games in the spelling bee and they ran out of words. It's not like that. It, like they did the entire dictionary. They would no. You're they 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 had the option of going and competing again. 
and they just said, in order Why to be the singular win? champion of the high jump. So it's not like Highlander. There can be more than there one. can be more than one. Correct. They decided okay. that they didn't want to jump anymore. They are equally as, and they good. wanted to both be the gold medalist. Which again, they, they get have to, to make be another medal for that, or do they have extras. I'm gonna guess they probably produce some extras. It is weird, like where. A lot of people, I think you referenced, there's a seven-way tie for the bronze at the golf, and they make them all go back out there. All seven of the golfers was, have to go back out. It was the weirdest thing, too, because, A, it's four in the morning. Yes. Okay? Well, but and not in Japan. Not in, uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that would be awesome. <laughs> night putting, a little putting at night. Um, I'm for it, actually, by the way. It might make me more inclined to watch. They actually had two groups go out for the bronze medal. So right. they had a foursome and then a threesome. And on the second playoff hole, at one point, there would have been, because there were five guys left in the tournament, so there would have been ten guys on the green, which is unheard of, because you have your caddy as well. Oh, sure, So right. it, it was just so many oddities that would have come down. But they didn't just the, say, hey, we're going to have seven bronze medalists. They no, made them go out there they, and compete in order right. to be bronze medalists. So I don't know what the rules are for every event. Why... Is it like if you're going to be a medalist anyway, you can share the gold? Or I don't, I don't know how it works well, that's from a event good to event. But in the high jump, they were like, "Yeah, you can have two gold medalists. So we're cool. You're completely tied." You can and both going be- back to golf, I believe if they're tied, and I could be wrong on this, it's gold, gold, and then bronze. Sure, yeah, so, and that's the way it worked in the high jump too. Whoever right, was right, right, whoever right. was after them was the bronze medalist. They didn't give them a silver. Right, exactly. they just skipped the silver it, at exactly. that point. So are you like staying up? Are you like realigning your schedule to make sure you can watch the entire golf thing? What day is today? Yeah, yeah. When I called Dash about this one morning, <laughs> one morning last week, I called Dash to see if he wanted to come in studio and hang out and talk some Olympics. And it, this is what I got. Hey, <laughs> what time is this? It's like nine thirty one yeah. morning, and normal, it wasn't even, that wasn't even the day that that wasn't even the day that I that I wanted him on. It was just that I wanted to see if he was interested in doing it, and I was thinking about him as I was on the way in the studio, and he, like he sounded like I'm like Dash, this, are you okay? Because like, I'm I'm worried. I don't know if you heard he's had some health problems, so I'm a little worried. Like I'm like, dude, are you okay? And he's like, I was just up late watching the Olympics. I'm like, oh, all right, hey, thank God, thank God. I was very nervous about <laughs> Dash's health when I called him in that way. I needed to know if Xander what, could make par. Yeah, what, 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 what keeps you up? The golf is over now. Well, the uh, men's yeah. golf. The, the women's, men's golf, golf, the women's starts golf starts tonight. Starts, uh, is it tonight? I, I believe it, it is tonight okay. because I believe they do uh, Wednesday through Saturday for the oh, women okay. because they don't want to have it go into the final day of the Olympics. Um, what what else? I, I again am the Olympic expert, and he is. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I, I I have tried to decipher. I've tried to decipher the TV schedule for uh, the Olympics. Okay. Okay. Jesus Christ! <laughs> you know the baseball game isn't on TV tonight. The uh, one against the the, DR? Oli- the elimination game that the United States the is playing in the night is only the on. Only? It's, it's only on the app. No. Well, they try and funnel 100%. people there with no, things that they think that. you care about. They just they. No, I, they it's I, and it's not like they, they ran out of channels. Every other ba- every other baseball game has been on TV this round because it's the you're gonna have to remind me how to pronounce this word. Repishaw. 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 Repertoire. Repishaw. By the way, I don't remember who it was, but somebody had a my my favorite tweet of the Olympics has been. Maybe we'll all have a second chance in the Repishaw, which I do love a great deal. How do you spell that word? R e p e c h a g e. Correct. Repishaw. Well, sure, sure. 
Um, this is the this this is Mr. the only Clark advances to round two. This is the round. Really these strong. two these two games are the only two baseball games of the tournament that aren't on TV. Seems now like they a, I guess they could still the, either run them on tape delay tomorrow morning on yeah, NBCSN. Yeah, but it's, or, it's in the sweet spot for me. It's at eleven. Yes, correct. It's, I'm up. I could watch right. this tonight. There are other options tonight. There Who's on the Dominican on. team? I don't. I don't know. It's, I mean, well, it's not another superstars of baseball. They're not well, there. They're playing baseball. Former superstars of baseball. It is. Probably they are f- Kinsler's on the Israel, the Israel team. team. I saw yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. I saw uh, Agon's on the Mexican team. Yeah, Todd Frazier on the American team. By the way, that was a that was a really wacky bit. I was watching the game yesterday oh morning, and so they do the bit in the Olympics where it's runners on second and first to start the extra inning. They don't just do the runner on second. What's the they point do of first that? and second. I mean, that doesn't really I think affect. It's, the... I think that a lot of people would say prefer it because it has me gives you the option for a double play. Okay. You I don't think have the, the other first base open. The other team pre- likes them it better. Evens the chances. Yes, we're, we're giving you an advantage, but we're also right. perhaps giving ourselves an advantage because you we could turn a double play on yeah. the the first play and then, you know. Yeah. In the other scenario, you hit a ground ball to short or a ground you ball to second base. And, yeah. You can move a runner over and score a run without mm-hmm. uh, getting a hit. In this scenario, yeah, you hit a ground ball to second base, you're not going to be able to do that. Here. You're going to need to get a hit in order to score a run. So, um, so the DR has Bonifacio, okay. Melky Cabrera. Nice. Steroids. Okay, there's something significant there. Um, that's all I got. All right. All right. Well, it's something. He can carry the it's team something. by himself. But there was a wacky bit. As I'm, I don't remember who was was it was it Eduardo Perez who was doing the game yesterday yes. with it was with uh, Benetti, Benetti and, and Eduardo Perez who were doing the game. Benetti's outstanding. Yeah, Benetti's great. Well, um, Eduardo too. Well, Ed, I love it. Oh, Eduardo's Eduardo. fantastic. Eduardo. Yeah. So wasn't um, sliding. So <laughs> they're they're going to the the top of the tenth, and they're talking about all the strategy. And Eduardo says, "Yeah, but you got Todd Frazier up. You're not bunting with him." And like the first thought I had was. Why the f not? <laughs> what? Who is? Who does Todd <laughs> Frazier think he is in 2021? The that Todd he can't, Father. He can't go lay down a bunt. He's probably the best power bat in that line. He might right? be. Maybe he is. But my God, it's 2021, and you're Todd Frazier, former home run derby champion. Show a, some respect. Go That's lay a true. bunt down for Christ's sake. My Lord, I could not believe that. And of course, he did not. And what happened? Home run. They lost. They <laughs> lost. They effing lost. So that was really bothersome. Nope. Uh, what are the other sports that will uh, keep you awake all night? What are the things that you will stay up to unreasonable hours in order to watch? One of the things that I enjoy is just by – it's not even a specific sport. I love the home, vid, the home kind of live hookup. And to see the oh, all the families celebrating, yeah. the family celebrating, or in Jade Carey's case mm-hmm. last evening, it looked like they got the wrong family. I heard something about That's that. Awkward. I wasn't. I I got to be honest with Dash. There's, there's one sport I do not watch at all. It is the the gymnastics. The gymnastics. And it's not. Again, this is not. This is what I go back to when talking about Marvel. It ain't because I'm telling you I don't. Exactly. It's not my thing. Right. I have a problem with judging sports. I, I there is no judging sport. Somebody would say, "What about boxing? Boxing is not—it's it's it's not a, a primary judging sport. Yes, there can be, and I, and by the way, every time it goes to the cards, I have a problem with it. So do I. I one thousand percent end up having a problem with boxing because it goes to judges. There's Any, a there is a judge. It's called a left hook followed by a right jab. Correct. And the other and guy on the canvas. And that judges. Yes. So what if you, they implemented a knockout in gymnastics, like some move that if just there made was, them the if winner? If there was guaranteed. some way to do that, I would be more inclined to watch. It's not. This is nothing to do awesome. with it. It's not the nature of the sport. It's not that it's like a, a women dominated sport. I love women's sports. 
Um, I, I've been watching. I'm glued. I'll talk. We'll talk about this in a second. I'm not sure, gonna give it away. Sure. Um, it's the nature of it being a judging sport that I can watch three people perform and I come away from it saying, I think they're all at about the same level. They all seem right. pretty freaking and, good and, to me. Right. And somehow there's someone who tells me that one is better than the other. It's and like ice skating. Correct. It's right. just not my thing. I don't do judging sports. And you were a good ice skater. And I was a great right. ice skater. I was. I could barely ice skate. <laughs> you know what? I think um, I wish I got more publicity. And I wish like I like the one that I would watch if I knew it was on. Although I wouldn't stay up to watch it. Handball. So uh, by the way, our, a, a couple of things. One, I wanted to tell this story. I have. I think I have a judging problem in general. Uh, I used to have a, uh, a a gentleman's club that was a significant sponsor of the old radio show, and they would. <laughs> All the time, ask me to come judge their amateur night, and I, because they were a significant sponsor of the show, I would uh, say yes, right? Like I would do it, but it was not really me that was doing it. My wife, the first time we went, <laughs> I was like, "Well, they all seem nice enough." And what do you think, honey? They took their clothes off, and that—that's not easy to do, like in public. <laughs> like I was like, "Give them a nine. Like that was the way it would go. My wife saw what I was doing, and she was livid. My wife was like, "Give me that pen." I'll do the judging. And she was harsh, man. Like she was like, I don't like her. I didn't like her I didn't like her face. She has an angry face. Bitch, like, can't control that. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, somebody So my my wife took over the judge. I think I just have a judging problem. Like you're out there, you're trying your best. You're doing everything you can do. Man, like I, I'm giving you a high score. God bless you for putting your for putting yourself out there like that. Exactly. And that'd be the same way as a gymnastics judge. <laughs> Tried really hard, yeah. man. Good for you. Like I would just give everybody a nine. That would be my. I have a judging problem. I don't care for. I get most upset about judging in the dunk contest. Um. Yeah. I, you know. I feel the same. It's part of the reason why the dunk contest. Yeah, but that's doesn't not do a real thing. Yeah. Well, that's where you're wrong. No, it's not. They do it it's, every year. Yeah. Thank you. It's uh, not an actual competition. I do a lot of things every year. But they're <laughs> not real things. <laughs> it's an. It's. It's. It's a silly thing. Um. So my question, my think tank question today, I want to talk about um the sport that you don't watch at all mm. in your life. So not golf, dash, <laughs> and for me, not tennis. By the way, the tennis tournament sucked. Uh, There's an, it, was, it was great so, until a point. It was great for the first two days, three days, really four days. It was great until about Tuesday, and then it just sucked. Oh, so the majority Awful. was great. Horrible. No, no. When it was it fa- five days after that, and they no, sucked. No, no a guy named Karen true. won, okay? So yeah. that's no, he how didn't that... win. He won the oh, silver. Did, did he really? Yeah, Zverev oh, won, okay. which is okay. so Even much worse. worse. Yeah. So much worse than Zverev won. Uh, there are some allegations about Zverev. It's not okay. It's not okay that he's the winner. It's like celebrating Tyree Kill, man. Like no, oh, there is no world in which I can good. do it. Um, the ten- so it's not tennis for me. It's not golf for you. Like obviously, we are we're watching those things because we care about those sports. I'm looking for the sport that you would never watch under any circumstances, or you just don't. That when the Olympics come around, you remind yourself every time, "Oh my God, this is awesome!" And I bring up as my example volleyball. I, in- I am indoor or outdoor both. Okay. I'm glued. Now, it is a little bit frustrating with volleyball because you're largely – it's tough for the, the serving team to win points at that level. It's very difficult for the serving team at the highest levels of volleyball to win points. They do. It's not as if they never do. But it's very difficult, and that's the only frustrating part about it. But I love volleyball. It's awesome. I'm all in. It creates humans just diving everywhere – like doing things, they're running into like the second row of the the stands <laughs> to track down um, an errant dig. It's incredible. I love beach because it's like 
the point of oh my god it's not right correct and by the way it happens it happens in, in real in indoor volleyball yeah. too where somebody just there's a smash a kill if you will and someone just happens to get a piece of their body on it somehow the ball is flying it's just nowhere to be seen someone races after it lays out manages to get it it's just it's awesome it's an amazing sport and it's not one that I ever watch otherwise. And it's not, somebody would say, well, why not? And I'm like, well, part of it is there's not really a formal way to watch. There's just not college volleyball. There's a little bit of, you know, like TV coverage for the NCAA tournament. And right. and maybe I should get more invested into that. But there's but not really. But also they stick they stick volleyball late at night. In, Almost, the, in, in the Olympics? In the Olympics. Yeah, at, they, least, at least this time they have. They have, well, they've done a really good job of like putting and the. In Rio, it was like a party. They put, yo, that, that was awesome. That was awesome. They did that purposely late at night, right. and, and like was there was fun. a DJ, yeah. and people were into it. This year, they've done the bit where the American beach teams have typically been playing at like 9 a.m. in Japan so that it can be on TV yeah. uh, in primetime, and I've appreciated that. The. Um, the women's team, the last beach volley, American beach volleyball team played last night in prime time. Did I the A team win? I, I did miss that. Uh, yes, they won last night. I know night. Dal, April, April Dal Ross and, lost on the who, men's side. Who's, who's Ross's teammate? Amy I, Ross, is that right? It's April Ross. April Ross. And I can't think of what her teammate's name is. But, yeah, they played last night and they won after the other team had lost uh, controversially over the weekend. Um, Kyle, yours is yeah. handball's fun, but, I mean, are, but do you actually watch it, or no. you're just saying? And I, that's to be the honest, thing. the Olympics this year have not been like the time difference has made it so that I have not stayed up really to watch particularly anything because there's no one athlete on the American side, or really in general, who I feel is necessarily must see. Obviously, Simone Biles being pulled, you know, or pulling herself out. I mean, K- I mean Caleb Dressel should have been must see. Bobby Bobby Fink has been oh, yeah. the guy that I'd never heard of as of a week ago. Alex Kleinman is that the teammate? Yeah, that's that's who it is. Okay. It's Ross and Kleinman. Um, Bobby Fink, his two his wins his win the eight hundred is one of the greatest things I've ever seen in the history of swimming. I mean, it's just it was so unbelievably dramatic. I, it, it ranks up with one of the most remarkable things I've ever seen in sports. And you it saw the so rowdy great. cam. Yes. You, oh my god. Well, then they did it in the fifteen hundred, right. and it wasn't quite the same. Like he was running it. The 800, he was, it was so out of nowhere, it was preposterous that he won that race. In the 1500, his time in the final 50 meters was as fast as anybody is in the final 50 meters of the 200. It's, still, it's ridiculous that someone was swimming for that long and was able to turn it on in the final 1500, but he was a little bit closer. Um, it wasn't quite as dramatic as his win in the 800. Those two alone, I, I'd never heard of Bobby Fink as of a week ago. I'm obsessed with his two wins in swimming. Dash, what is your sport you don't care about at all? And you get around to the Olympics, and you're all in. I have a two-parter. Okay. And it's equestrian. What? <laughs> and I, <laughs> that's completely out of left field, and it has nothing to do with the sport at all, but the Snoop Dogg well, yeah, that, okay, that was cool, But that's a different thing. Okay. That's right, a different okay. thing. You, you're going to tell me that wasn't hilarious? It was funny. I agree okay. with that. But it's not. I'm not actually. You're not actually okay, watching so a question. Okay, you're so watching Sports Dog and Kevin Hart. I'm looking for the sport that you're not into for four years. You get to the Olympics and you're like, hell yeah, I'm back. I'm in. Because there's some sports. Like, I love the highlights of table tennis. It's crazy. I would never sit down and watch table tennis. I've done that before. It's, that's insane. Why? I, I can't. I couldn't imagine doing it. It's one that. of the few things I can actually the highlights like, relate of the, to. No, you can't. You not in the sense of I could do this, but no. in the sense of I at least understand what's going on. The high, you, you don't understand what's going on in a basketball game? No, it's impossible. <laughs> BMX racing. Really? How cool is that? I, I don't. I've not never gotten oh, into it. Oh, man. 
first off, it's only like a minute. So it's super quick. Yeah. There are it, it's it, there are nothing but S turns and then bumps in the straightaway. And the wipeouts are insane. Oh wow. All I right. real and they send them off like they for the first night, uh first or second night, they send them off in like five or six. Then they put like ten out on the course. And okay. I'm like, okay. Instant carnage. Here we go, Talladega. Wow. And it was a lot of fun. And I couldn't believe because I was ready to just change the channel. I'm like, okay, let's see what's on USA or let's see what's on yeah. uh, um, I've, CNBC. I've never but, uh, spent any time with BMX racing. It is. Uh, just just give yourself a couple of minutes, and it's a blast. All right. Yeah. All right. I like the uh, pole vaulting. That's always fun. Why? Why is it fun? Yeah. It's crazy. It's insane. I mean, I, How is it not insane? It's weird, I They're guess. They're like I don't running know. up with like a 15-foot pole. It's just never... Planting it in the ground, which it then bends it's... like 45 degrees. They're like 50 feet in the air. I mean, I hear you. It's just never really interested. And me, that man. one dude that does it with some swag, the Platoris guy, he's made a quite who? a name for himself, this, this, this I, Olympics. I have no idea who People he is. are a big fan of his work. If you say so, I've never heard of him. Well, it's no. not after Platoris. Yeah, no. it's, 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 it's like Platoris. He's a Swedish pole vaulter. It's, uh, it rhymes with, a, uh, rhymes with a part of the female anatomy. <laughs> Molva. Molva. <laughs> Thank uh, you. I, and I don't even like Seinfeld. <laughs> I'm not even a Seinfeld guy. And I went there. Um, I will say the coolest story overall I, I, of the um, games was the first night of swimming, and the Tunisian swimmer. Oh, the eighteen-year-old in in lane who, eight. In lane eight. Well, they don't even they no, don't even mention the, the, the swimmer's so, name who's in lane eight. They so don't even tell I know you this, who it is. You know this, yeah. but maybe others don't. Four is where you want to be. Correct, and then the two, and then it goes out five and, and three. You, yeah. you want to be in the middle. If The swimmers in the middle are the ones that matter. They're the ones right. that are going to win. That you keep right? your eye on. Until randomly, I don't remember which one this was. This was the... It was the 400 free. 400 free. This was the same night that Chase Kalish won Correct. Uh, a gold medal. He Correct. had just won one previously. And, and then there's this random 18-year-old from Tunisia who like made the final by a thousandth of a second or something <laughs> like that. Like He damn near missed out on the final. And then goes and wins the gold medal from lane effing eight. And my friends in the desert say he was 700 to one. Holy crap. Starting that race. Holy so of crap. eight people, he was 700 to one. That's remarkable. All right, we're going to talk. Krista Scheele is in the studio with us. We're going to talk some more Olympics as the morning goes on. Uh, today's show is also brought to you by C3 American Exteriors. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. Call C3 to get roof and siding repairs for just the cost of your home insurance deductible. 410-401-9797 or go to c3america.com for a free analysis. Every week we um, make a trip down to Bowie to chat with a member of the Bay Sox. And this guy has always been one of my favorite stories because uh, he's someone that I, I think on paper didn't have a chance, right? Like if you're a guy drafted in the 21st round and you're coming out of a D3 school, how are you ever going to be a, a, a long-term professional baseball player, try to push towards the major leagues? And he's got a chance. Joining us now from the Bowie Bay Sox, he is Toby Welk, and he's back with us here on GCR. Toby, it's Glenn and Kyle and Chris in Baltimore. It's great to chat with you, man. Thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes for us, as always. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Absolutely, dude. Toby, let me go back a few years. Like, when you when you get the call, like, were you like, man, I, I you know, I'll give this a shot. I don't know. Or were you confident that you knew at that point that you could do this and you'd be doing it for a few years and you genuinely had a chance. 
definitely right away I believed in myself. Um, I think if you don't believe in yourself, I don't think anybody will. So, I mean, you know, from the gate, obviously you're a little nervous. You're like, holy crap, I'm going to play with some of these guys, you know, that were at the top of the, top of the highest level in the country, um, college guys, high school kids that, you know, can fly out play some guys from even other countries, you know, it's a little intimidating, but I think you got to believe. I mean, I believe from the get go, you know, that I can compete with them. And I just kind of took it day by day and just kept playing, kept pushing. Do you happen to know if like there's ever been a, a Penn state Burks player before that has made it to the double a level of, of professional baseball? Uh, no, there hasn't. There hasn't even been one drafted. Oh, before. okay. Wow. So yeah, there you go. Like, there's your answer right there. This is this is uncharted territory that you have entered into. Um, yeah, absolutely. I, I know. I know it's been a slower start since you got there than you probably would have wanted to, but just getting to the next level and progressing along. What did that mean to you? Double A baseball players become major league baseball players. These aren't guys that get there by an accident. What did it mean to you just to know that you were at that level? Well, I mean, I think it's always the same goal. You know, I'm just trying to learn every day. And obviously, I'm standing here, yeah, the slower start. Obviously, it's an adjustment. I mean, we face guys that are just fly out pitchers. Like, I've had at bats, you know, that I run through. And, you know, they handle me well. They, they hit their spots. And, you know, and a lot of times you put the ball in play, but the fielders are that much better. The outfielders, you know, are tracking balls down. The infielders are, are making diving plays. I mean, it's, it's definitely getting, you know, tougher to get those balls through. But just keep pushing through and, and just keep trying to make adjustments and trying to get better every single day and see how far it takes us. He is Toby Welk of the Bowie Bay Sox. He's with us here on Glenn Clark Radio. Toby, speaking of uh, talent, like when you walk into, and I'm sure you knew some of these guys ahead of time, but like when you walk into that clubhouse and you look around and see some of the guys that are there, and the atmosphere that is surrounding that team at the moment, um, how jacked are you to be around that on a day-to-day basis? I mean, it's awesome. It's arguably one of the best teams in minor league baseball, talent-wise, and, you know, to be a part of that and learn from them and watch, you know, these guys play and see how they play the game every day and have it rub off on me. I mean, I can't, can't hurry it on, and I'm so excited to get the opportunity even see these guys play in person, let alone, you know, be on the field with them and, and try and win ball games with them. No, it's it's unbelievable, right? And, like, you can see the, the, the attention that's being paid by Orioles fans to what's going on there. It's it's truly incredible. Um, can you can you or can you not confirm? I don't know if you've asked him to yet. Have you seen Adley Rutschman walk on water yet, or are you still <laughs> waiting to see if he's going to do that at some point? <laughs> I have not seen it yet. I mean, we're, we're all still waiting for it. Yeah, right. at some point, you guys are going to have to, like, send him out to, like, a lake or something. It's like, okay, Chief, go ahead. <laughs> show us. Maybe I'll shoot him a test and, and see if he's down for it. Um, uh, uh, Toby, the, the adjustment, you know, for, for you, we, we mentioned, you know, what you're talking about. How, how do you how do you go about handling that, right? As you as you see, hey, this is a different world. The pitchers that I'm facing are different. And as you mentioned, it's harder to get balls through. Do you change anything about your approach, or do you, you know, sort of trust the process, uh, like the Philadelphia 76ers, if you will, and just keep doing the same thing, and 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 assume that better results come as you get more adjusted? Uh, definitely, I've uh, I've switched up the approach a couple times because um, they switch up how they're pitching me. So I've, I've 
started to kind of look more uh, zones for pitches as opposed to pitch types. So I'm looking for a pitch in a certain spot as opposed to sitting on one certain thing because you might get, you know, that hanging breaking ball early in the count, and if you take it, you know, you might not get something else over the middle. So I kind of try to sit more zones, and I've been working on that and, and uh, trying to not hit pitches that are over the middle of the play as opposed to, you know, just trying to hit the fastball or trying to hit, you know, a curveball every at bat. I'm just sure. trying to hit something that's over the middle. How difficult is it to just be both selective and aggressive at the plate? It's, uh, it's, it's unreal. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, Yeah, it's, uh, I've, I've been caught in the middle. Sometimes you get up there and you have a plan, and next thing you know, 98 comes at you right down the middle and it just freezes you up a little bit. And then you're all one, but that was the best pitch you're going to get to hit. So, I mean, it's, it's you know, we're pushing, we're pushing the big leagues with uh, the, the pitching talent. And you definitely realize that when you're in the box, you know, you have your days. And, and you know, as late, I haven't had you know, the best stretch. But, I mean, everybody goes through it. And one series could bust me right out of it. So. Toby, you guys are hot right now. 8-2 in your last 10. Uh, only two games back of Akron, who unfortunately is, is hotter right now. Uh, do you just feel the, uh, the, the pennant race uh, um, chase going on right now? I mean, absolutely, yeah. We're checking out the standings, you know, before every game. And, you know, I think we're just we're focusing on one game at a time. We don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. You know, it's a month and a half away. So we're just going to keep, you know, playing hard and pushing towards it. And whatever happens, happens. If we make it, we're going to win it. And if we don't, oh well, you know, we work everything out there. Toby Welk is with us in the Bowie Bay Sox. They will be back home next Tuesday night, August 10th, for a week-long series. It includes a koozie giveaway on Tuesday night, a Wednesday afternoon noon game, a matinee play hooky from work type of day, um, Six Flags ticket giveaways, the helicopter candy drop after the game on Sunday the 15th. Uh, get your tickets right now by going to BaySox.com. Toby, um, one of the things that's sort of come along, we, we mentioned the struggles, but it hasn't been in the power department. Uh, that all of a sudden has been electric since you arrived at Bowie, including a 440-footer. Is that the farthest you think you ever hit a baseball, or do you know that you had one that was a little bit longer than that at some point? Uh, I, I want to say that I probably hit one farther in, in college with metal bat. Okay, sure. And, but it just didn't get the publicity. Um but yeah, no, it's definitely been a little bit of a power surge. I mean, I've changed my swing just a little bit and try to stay a little looser and not trying to, you know, force the ball to be hit hard. And it's been, you know, it's been working. Fuller's it, been helping me out with that. So it, I would, I would attribute it to that. You know, just just kind of loose and letting the, the bat swing. Is it a pitcher do all the work? Is it a swing hard and just in case I hit it type of concept? Is that is that what it is? No, it's more of a stay fluid, stay connected, let okay. my body, you know, do the work instead of trying to force it. What is the feeling like? Like when you hit a ball that travels 440 feet, do you immediately know, or do you just know that you make good contact and like you'll sort of see what happens from there? Honestly, when I hit I, I hit that ball, it was a 1-0 curveball. And when I hit it, I kind of looked at it for a second because I usually don't hit them that high. They're more of a line drive. 
so I took kind of two steps out of the box. I knew I hit it well, but and then I, I got about two or three steps out, and then I realized that's how far it exactly. Goes. <laughs> right. Is that, okay? Is there a it's moment? Just where... a, it's just you just kind of black out, really. <laughs> <laughs> do you have to when you get back to the dugout? Do you have to play it cool? Like, yeah, of course, I hit a four hundred forty foot home run. Like, yeah, I mean, look at me, I'm Toby Welk. Or, are you like able? Do you do the bit where you're like, holy crap, I can't believe I just did. <laughs> That's more the, the feeling is more like, holy crap, that just happened. <laughs> it's not like, it's, in all honesty, it's not like, yeah, I got that. It's more of like, wow, okay, right. that just happened. Right. It's pretty. It seems pretty significant to hit a ball that far. It seems like it's a really yeah. big deal in order to be able to do that. Do you? Do you? Is this something that you want to? You know, you, you talk about your approach. Obviously, you've always been a great on base guy. Um, you know, you've been a pretty solid hitter um, uh, to this point. Do you feel like power is going to be a part of your game moving forward, that that you can be a 20-plus home run guy um, hitting seven in as short a time as you have? It, that math projects pretty well. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, know yeah, I have it. I mean, you know, in spring training and, you know, BP and everything the past four or five years, I, mean, I, I, I know it's there. It's just a matter of developing and translating it into the game, staying calm. You know, I mean, it is my first full season. Sometimes, you know, being in double A, it speeds up on you. Um, you know, it's just a part of the game and a part of the development process. So I think once, you know, that develops a little more and I get more used to being here, I think it's, it's definitely going to be a part of my game. All right. Uh, what was the craziest thing that you had to do to stay sharp during um, the, the the lockdown last year? What was the everybody's got their story of like throwing at a tire or something like that. What's the what's the craziest thing that you had to do in order to stay you know ready for when baseball was going to come back into your life? Man, I'm trying to think. I had I had a I had some weights in my <laughs> in my uh, garage and I need some cinder blocks. Okay. To uh, lift with. I mean, that's probably the craziest thing. I didn't do anything, you know, out of the ordinary baseball-wise. I would still get to go to the field with some of my friends and, and work out on the not-so-great fields, but I still got to hit and hit off a machine, luckily, and I had my facility, so it wasn't, I wasn't doing anything too okay. crazy baseball-wise. Right. So if you're working around the bag at first base with your buddies, are you going to get upset with them if they make too many good throws? <laughs> no, absolutely not. I'd rather not get hit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's that's for the best that you don't put yourself in that type of risk. When you say they weren't too good at fields, we're not talking about like the field from the sandlot, are we? Like we're not talking no, about. No, it was it was more like uh, high school level fields. Okay, all right. All right. They weren't very main, maintained because obviously COVID. Was yeah, nobody on. was playing, right? Yeah. <laughs> Why would they be maintaining a field? Nobody's going out there playing. Exactly. Game. I completely get it. All right, uh, Toby Welk, where are uh, Orioles fans following you social media-wise? Twitter, Instagram, all those places. Uh, Toadman18 on Instagram and then Twelve22 on Twitter. Give him a follow there as he moves forward. Toby, uh, we love your story, man. You're, you, I think you're uh, quite the inspiration to a lot of people who um, have baseball dreams or who have had baseball dreams to know that, like, even if you're not playing at Alabama or you're not immediately, you know, scouted a certain way when you're 17 years old, you can prove that you can still do it. It's an awesome thing to see you perform. We can't wait to see more 450-foot jacks in the future. 
thank you for taking the time for us this morning, man. Best to you, and let's do it again soon, all right? It's... All right. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Toby Welk, the Bowie Bay Sox. Great story. Again, Penn State Burks. You know, nothing. No, who knows anything about Penn State Burks? I don't, I don't think they have a creamery. No, I don't think they do. I think you're right about that. I think that's only the one in State College. Um, they do go by the Nittany Lions, though, at all the various Penn State schools. Uh, I only know that because I have called, like, a Penn State. Man, Burks, actually, now that I think about it. Oh, uh, basketball game at Stevenson once upon a time. So I do know that they all go by. That Rutgers does the same bit. There's, like, a Rutgers Camden and a Rutgers. Oh, okay. They do the same bit, and they're all the Scarlet Knights. Um, but a remarkable story, and a guy that's suddenly become a power hitter. We'll see if that continues. He's uh, been hitting three and four in the lineup the last couple. Of it's days. been, you know, it's been a rough. You know, he's only yeah. hitting like two, but like he's getting on base still at a three twenty six clip. You can't um, really lock into while. seven homers in thirty some games. No, it's significant. Those are all significant numbers. Uh, great dude. Appreciate Toby Welk taking the time for us this morning. Chris DeShiel is here in studio with us. It is a Tuesday edition of Glenn Clark Radio. Um, I'm going to get to some of your responses, sports that you're watching, and then Dash is going to tell us what we should be watching for the rest of the week. He's going to give us more of a, hey, here's what maybe – and I want, do want more of both of these things. I want more of, like, the talking about the Tunisian swimmer, mm-hmm. things that we might have missed mm-hmm. from the first week. Uh, a lot of people talking about the 400 hurdles last night where uh, – In the rain. Well, was that the – it was in the – this I'm, the dude from Norway that, like, smashed the world record. Oh, in the okay, 400 okay. hurdles last yeah, night. I caught the tail end of that. Some of the, I knew some nothing of the events, about it. Some of the events one, go together. I, so, yeah. Well, by the way, it's also by the, one of the worst bits is when on one channel, right. it's live. On another channel, it's the same event, but on delay, and the weather's different at both. Because <laughs> I, I had that moment last night where I wanted to watch the track and field because it was in the rain, and then I jumped to another channel and realized the rain one was not live. It was from earlier. the 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 good weather was the live one, and I was like, "Well, I want to go back to watch the one in the rain. <laughs> like they're out there running in the rain. I want to see that." Can I put a bow on the USA Dominican game in baseball? Sure, sure. It is going to be on TV. Oh, tonight. they've changed that. Okay, CNBC. They're they... not going to pick it up at the start. I, I, I. Why would uh, you, right? Uh, <laughs> What are they airing at the start that they can't pick it up? Uh, the Prophet. <laughs> Shark Tank, I believe. No, it's uh, skateboarding. So skateboarding, oh, well, you can't, you can't skip that. Act- skateboarding goes early, baseball scheduled to start at 12.15, so Wednesday morning until the end. So, so yes. So you so miss the game, uh, the game starts about three at 11, innings. And it's only on, when it starts, it's only on the app. And then at some point they'll put it on. Then it goes CBC. to the stock market channel. Yes, I, unless I the footsie goes up four hundred, and then they got to go to. And they're the probably <laughs> showing something pre-taped on NBCSN at the same time. They're that's they're probably showing at the same time. They're probably showing something on on delay on NBCSN. They are. Why? Of course, they couldn't just decide to put the baseball game. This is a whole different conversation, Dash. Dash, maybe you should apply it's for not, that job. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I know this is no longer in your in your uh, purview. This is infuriating. And by the way, the baseball thing is goofy to begin with because it's, and as I said, it's, it's only six teams. It's only six teams, and on top of that, it's a beer league tournament. It is. In every it's other confusing as every hell. other sport at the Olympics, it's the greatest athletes in the world competing for the highest honors. And then it's a random beer league baseball tournament. They just right. threw in there with it for the fun of it. But they're still doing it. And because they're doing it, I'd like to watch it. It's, 
They're putting it on the app tonight. And it's a sake. beautiful stadium. It is. It's a lovely. St- it's the same stadium they use for softball that got everybody pissed off. But right. yeah, you know, yeah. like I, I get it. You also get pissed off about the all of the the venues that get into decay years later, and they've tried to figure out a way that they could have one fewer venue that they hey, had to build. That's a beautiful so. prison in Brazil. Uh, that's the best way that they've used a venue from Brazil. Most of them are nothing. They're just <laughs> sitting there. Do you hear about the big drama at the Olympics? No. Someone in the athletes' village was drinking alcohol. Whoa! Real <laughs> issue. Real Whoa. issue. You're allowed to drink alcohol in the athletes' village, but you must sad. You must do it in the saddest way possible. In your room. You must do it by yourself in your room. Oh! We encourage alcoholism the, at the Olympics. The problem, yes, we that only you, starts when you're fifty. Only allowed the depressed drink. You're not allowed the celebratory <laughs> you have drink. To play Jason Mraz. Right? I think that's the way it works. No, it needs to be sadder than that. I think. I don't know any of his music. It just sounds. No, like he's sad. he's poppy. He's peppy. You need to have it. It needs to be like uh, Morrissey. Can, yes, Morrissey. One hundred percent Morrissey. I hate everything. Don't eat meat. Um, that's what you're allowed to do. You're allowed to listen to Smiths. And drink by yourself. <laughs> You're not allowed to have a good time. There's apparently a COVID policy. What if roommates drink together? Mm, don't think. I, the rule I believe is written is you must drink by yourself. <laughs> so there's it's a, like you got to leave the room. I want to have a, a drink. There's a COVID policy that is you're not allowed to drink in a gathering. Because they're trying to limit gatherings. But if you're roommates, I, bro, I hear yeah, you. I don't think, but they were gonna put a sock on the door and be they like, literally hey. had to have a press conference about an investigation uh, no. into the incident. <laughs> you better get drunk in that case. Like, if you're gonna drink and get in trouble, you might as well just get hammered. Oh my god! Right? Man, like, like, make oh, it count. I assume that they've there have been other. I assume this is not oh, yeah. the first time it's actually happened. Just like this college the dorms, they're gonna get a noise complaint. Uh, speaking of that, did you did you see about the uh, Purdue dorms? I'm probably taking away all of Jack's material for young youths. Uh, if Jack is per- even still here. No, he's here. He's, he's out there now. I don't know where he disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kept yelling, Jack, the meatloaf! The meatloaf! And there was nobody there. Uh, I never know what he's doing up there. Know, right? um, so the per- Purdue overbooked the freshman class by so much. This is Purdue chicken, right? No, this is Purdue University in oh, Indiana. Okay. They overbooked this year's freshman <laughs> class by so much that they are turning two-person dorm rooms into four-person dorm rooms. So it's New York. With, with, double, with bunk beds on either side. So many and, activities. And, yeah, correct. <laughs> we are killing it in our <laughs> Will, Will Ferrell. Ferrell yeah. We are just killing it. <laughs> and they are taking um, conference rooms in, like, the basements of, of buildings, and they are turning them into, like, barracks. Where they're they're giving you like bedroom cubicles. Maybe go to another they're school, putting, guys. Yeah, maybe just yeah. say Purdue know, ain't for me. I know Purdue's got that I, Ivy I, League I, education. Did Sergeant Holka come up with this? I have idea? no idea <laughs> where this is. Co- it's insane. You can search the videos right now. It is awful. I mean, it's just imagine stumbling back in and you're living in an <laughs> army barrack with eight other people like in the same four, conference yeah. room. It's awful. It sucks. All right, uh, we'll talk more Olympics when we come back in. Christy Scheel is here. You uh, follow him on Twitter, at Christy Scheel. He's a Dodgers fan, so I, I, we have to hate him now. It's just the way that it goes. I'm sorry, pal. So we're going to get into that? Okay. We'll talk about it right, a little cool. bit. Okay. We'll talk about right. it here in hour number two. Uh, we, are, we are here in the Press Box Studios, Glenn Clark Radio. 
Glory Days Grill's popular summer seasonal menu is back with favorites like their very berry salad and smoky thigh wings. It also features the all-new shrimp po' boy, crispy fried shrimp on a freshly baked sub roll with lettuce, tomato, and a house-made spicy remoulade. Other delicious items include a 12-ounce New York strip steak, the barbecue chicken bowl, barbecue ribs, and smoky thigh wings combo platter, zucchini fries, and a key lime pie. All of these meals pair well with Sam Adams' summer ale or their anniversary IPA brewed by Devil's Backbone. Glory Days Grill is hiring all positions. Want to work for a great family-oriented company known for their commitment to the community? Stop into one of their restaurants and speak with a manager. Management opportunities are available. The Olympics start soon. Stop in and watch the games at Glory Days Grill. Every child who dines at one of their restaurants during the Olympic Games will receive a gold medal. Find out more by going to glorydaysgrill.com. C3 American Exteriors is the area's best and most trusted roof and siding specialists. C3 is also an insurance adjuster's worst nightmare and a homeowner's dream come true. With all of the bad weather, chances are you have some roof and siding damage. Call C3 American Exteriors now to get your roof and siding repairs for the cost of your deductible. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. C3 guarantees a 48-hour rapid response. Call 401 or go to c3america.com for a free analysis. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a wide range of models and trim lines. You can choose the perfect Toyota to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. Baseball is back in full in 2021, and the bat around has got you covered from bell to bell. Hi, I'm Paul Valley, and you can catch me along with my co-host, Zach Goodman, every Saturday morning from 10 to 12 on the bat around right here at Press Box Sports. We'll break down every win, every loss, and everything in between, plus tell you who we take to rake each week as the Orioles look to get back in the hunt and bring competitive baseball back to Baltimore. Catch us at PressBoxOnline.com slash TheBatAround or at Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports. That's the bat around every Saturday morning from 10 to 12 right here at Press Box sports it takes time to get rich flavorful coffee beans from the lush mountain regions of colombia and brazil to royal farms but less than a minute to get yourself a delicious hot cup of the finest and freshest coffee in the world because royal farms new swiss made coffee machines grind those rich flavorful coffee beans and brew them one magnificent cup at a time it's why royal farms makes the freshest and best coffee in the world real fresh real fast royal farms Redefine your skills, inspire change, and make a difference. The Army offers the new generation of youth the ability to be part of something bigger than themselves, while also improving who they will become individually. Soldiers have the ability to impact the world in many different ways. The Army supports humanitarian missions ranging from the COVID-19 response to natural and man-made disasters. Visit GoArmy.com forward slash Baltimore. This is GlenBarRadio.com. Nothing but net. Window Nation, 50% off all styles of windows, plus no payments, no interest, no money down, no nothing for two full years. It's an insane offer. I don't know how they're still doing it. It makes no sense to me, but they're giving it to you because they care. And you should probably take advantage of it because I don't think it's going to last forever. I, I mean, I can't believe it's lasted this long. 866-90-NATION, windownation.com. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you. Window Nation, the perfect fit. 
Christy Scheele is here on Glenn Clark Radio. He's with us in studio, of course, uh, longtime um, sports producer at WBAL, Olympics savant. Is that the is that the best way of saying it? Uh, it's it's a kind way of saying uh, it. I don't know what else the other term would be that I would use to describe it. <laughs> better than autistic savant. Yes, much better than that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, maybe Rayman. He was pretty good at his I job too. That, kind like, of I'm not, I'm not trying field. to say that. I'm I just do that sometimes. I'm not <laughs> sure. I, 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 I'd go with the uh, in in the movie Bowfinger. This is a random. Oh, but I, what a movie! I would just been a long say, time. I would what a just movie. say what Eddie uh, Murphy would say. I've uh, been a uh, uh, frequent uh, uh, purchase of videos at Blockbuster Video. I think the, one of the funniest lines in any movie ever is in Bowfinger when they are trying to figure out whether they said, would you be willing to cut your hair? He said, yes, <laughs> but it's a lot better when someone else does it. <laughs> I watched Bowfinger in a very it's long time. It's so underrated. I absolutely rented it from uh, Blockbuster once upon a time. That's what was it? A ch- chubby Rain? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's exactly what it was. Yes. That's exactly what it was. So we've covered uh, the uh, Wimbledon motion picture and Bowfinger portions. You're not of the getting program. that content anywhere else. <laughs> oh, I guarantee you, this is the only show that's spending time on the films of Wimbledon and Bowfinger today. I guarantee they ain't doing that on Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Guarantee that ain't happening. All right, um, uh, Dash. The give me a couple others things that maybe people have missed so far in the Olympics that were worth discussion knowing about maybe uh going on social media and finding the video to relive it sure so by by the way we completely agree on the high jump thing it's the one of the greatest things just that moment of the two of them celebrating together it was just phenomenal And, and none of these moments will beat that but but they're still fun to watch including an event that i don't think either of you guys know is in the olympics oh go on that would be Walking. No, you think I don't know? We did a whole Would You Rather speed Wednesday walking. about it. Yeah, we did a whole Would You Rather Wednesday last now, week. Now, if they do leisurely walking and not speed walking, that would be news. But you're talking about speed walking. Speed walking. Oh, we know. I assure you, we know about We know what the net walking. worth yes. of the 10th best We had a whole walker. debate last week about whether or not it was better to be. We, would You Rather Wednesday last week, we did. Uh, would You Rather Be a Walk-On College Basketball no Player at a major program like a North Carolina that gets one basket in an NCAA tournament game or be the 10th place finisher. Was that what he said? Tenth yeah, pla- the 10th place finisher in the Olympics race walk. The walk. I agree. But you're an Olympic. Being an Olympic. You're in the Olympics. Olympics. That's being, you can drink in, by yourself in your own room. <laughs> right, so. Yeah, yeah, cur- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't let you do that at North Carolina. <laughs> Think there's any alcohol at North Carolina? I've no. Never at an institution like that? Top of the hill? No. Um, Probably yeah. got a better education Familiar. as an athlete at the but, Olympics. Like, was it particularly? Oh. Jesus, was it particularly good the uh, the race walk? I, I I actually I find it funny for two reasons. One, there's three people doing commentary, which is hilarious. <laughs> it is kind of funny. Is this necessary? What do you need the second analyst right. for? Right. You what know? part are they breaking down? Um, and. The second part is when they started throwing bows near the end. Wait, what? Yeah. There's jockeying? A little bit. And What do the rules uh, say is allowed? <laughs> what are the rules? Yeah. Like, I what know the are rules the rules? Of speed what? Walking. Right. Uh, <laughs> is there too much contact? When does the ref be yeah. like, hey? I, you know? yeah. <laughs> I believe you can't. Like, at and when all... does it become more like PDA? When is right. it more like, uh, you guys <laughs> get link, a room? Link arms. <laughs> link arms, we both win, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I believe this is. 
I believe this to be. By the way, it could be the next Wimbledon is a love story that began <laughs> in the Olympic race. And you uh, think with two analysts, they'd find time yeah. to explain. <laughs> <laughs> so I believe. Talking about a personal interest story. A, I believe at one point of the entire walk, one of your feet has to yeah, be yeah, on yes. the ground. Yes. You haven't seen Malcolm in the middle of the episode with uh, no. Brian Cranston? He gets into speed walking. And there's a guy at the park who's the best speed walker around. He can't figure out why he can't beat him. Like, it's killing him, driving him insane. And so he literally finds tape, game tape, of him racing in, com- quote unquote, racing in competition right, right. and pauses it in super slow motion and sees that both of his feet are off the ground. That's the only rule I know about this entire sport. You need to have one foot. You're jogging at right. that point. If you're right, off both, right. exactly. you're jogging. Exactly. You're the slowest jogger in the world if you have both feet off the ground. I think I'm coming in here with walking nuggets, and you guys are oh, schooling. We, we, know, like. we know race walking. We don't know anything about the sports we're supposed to cover, but we know race walking. Watch more here. speed walking yeah, than Orioles yeah, this yeah, year. Correct. Well, so, uh, probably true. <laughs> probably true. Uh, so something else. Yes. You may have missed, and this goes back to 2004, and this is Mary Carrillo. Oh, the, ba- the badminton thing? The badminton Dash, thing. Dash, come on, oh, man. it's great. It is phenomenal. It's great. We- and a few nights ago- Are we going to talk about how much- Our good friend, Mr. Clark- Yeah, we're going to talk about Stu Holden or not. Are we going to oh, talk yeah. about it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was- I, I, First off, it's hilarious. The tweet was very, if, if very, you were very watching, funny. I don't know if you, if you guys didn't. It, the Gold <laughs> Cup was being called by. Was it was it Strong or it was uh, John Strong who was calling the Gold Correct. Cup right with um, former U.S. Men's National Team player Stu Holden, and every time Stu Holden does a major <laughs> soccer event, I'm reminded. But it was particularly significant this time around because I was watching the Gold Cup and the Olympics tennis at the same time, so I was hearing. Mary Carrillo's voice a lot in my life. Yeah. And then suddenly hearing Stu Holden and saying, oh my God, is that Mary Carrillo? (laughs) (laughs) They sound exactly the same. So much so, I thought I was, I I tweeted something out about it and thought I was crazy. And I was like, let me see if anybody else is going to see Gilby sent me a text. He thought that was so funny. Who did? Oh, Pete Gilbert. Pete yeah, Gilbert, yeah. 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 I, like, you go, I, I just, for the fun of it, was like, let me see if anybody else is I noticing that. one of my that. favorite things about Twitter. It's just random it's, things that I think and seeing if anyone else is saying It's not it. been, nobody recently, but there are thousands upon thousands of tweets about Mary Carrillo and Stu Holden over the years. Who's, like, who's <laughs> are either of them pumped about that or are they both upset about that? I don't know that anyone has ever, I don't know that there's ever been comment from either Mary I, Carrillo or Stu, Stu Holden about Real awkward. This. I think... Are we starting to a crescendo? Starting to wonder if maybe they're yeah. the exact same person that we yeah. got a situation a lot going of on. Talk. Here? I've never seen them. Together. They had they had Carrillo, they had Carrillo in studio. So Carrillo normally does like you're referencing the, her famous. Ba- if you've never seen Mary Carrillo's badminton rant from 2004, it's it's so dumb that it's brilliant. When the birdie gets stuck in a tree, and, and she's yeah, like, yeah. like, there's no reason for it to have been a piece of their. Uh, there's no oh, reason, no. and it almost th- looked like it was a mistake. Yeah. It's that it kept going on that long, right? But it's not like somebody said, "Hey, Mary, what do you think of badminton?" And then she just like kind of lost it. It was just like she. They came back from break, and they were like, "We need to do a." A four-minute segment. It was almost like Phil. Yes, and they said, "Mary, talk about badminton." What for do you a know second. about badminton? And she just goes off about. <laughs> She's like, "I've been waiting for this right. moment." And she was because the names of people that she uses 
of people that come yeah, over. They're to clearly kids from her neighborhood. <laughs> they yeah. are absolutely yes, the names, no doubt. Of, yeah, they're, they're, these are her kids' friends that and, come over. Well, and she like hangs them out to dry because the last one is and Christopher. I, I don't think it's Christopher Cross who, who would get stuck between the moon and New York City, but uh, Christopher, let's say Holden, and it's always Christopher Holden <laughs> throws it's, up another, and it's just like it, it, it is amazing in its length and uh, level of comedy. I think I'd, if I'm Christopher Holden, though, I'm kind of honored. All right. I've got, I don't know. You know? Let, like, me, see, let me, let me. <laughs> Olympic coverage about me. Let me, me. see. Because we're, and unfortunately, I don't want to get kicked off Facebook Live anymore, so that's why we stopped playing these these you know, videos and songs and things Correct. like that. Let's see if this works. We have plausible I, deniability. He worked for NBC. Uh, can anybody hear that? Understand. I think there's a big difference, though, in the equipment that these guys use and the ones we use at home. This is a typical racket that you can buy. And it all comes as part of a set. You get the net, you get a couple of rackets, you get some birdies. This is Stu Holden. This is the normal <laughs> racket, but compare it with this one. This one, this one is, costs about 75 bucks, but it can run you up to about $200, okay? And it's a little bit bigger than the kind that we might goof around with in the backyard. Listen to the difference in tension, though. This is, this is the one that we play with. This is one that bad boys of badminton play with. So obviously they're going to be the able to bad hit the ball boys a little bit harder. It's much more precise. You start this like, where is she going? Here's where the big change is. This is the shuttlecock that she's at the Olympics, and maybe you've been hearing Bill Clement describe Clement. this thing. Clement. I thought it was a birdie. I mean, this is a beautiful piece of you, you shuttle fork. It's fragile, but it's also very strong. All from the left side of the goose. I'm not making this up. So that the contours of the feathers are all the same, and it gives a uniform ride. <laughs> this thing can go up to 200 miles an hour. You cannot tell me that the birdie we use See? at home, this thing. Birdie. You can lean on this as hard as you want. This thing yeah, and when you play at home, but yeah. when you go to the Olympics, you're playing with a shuttlecock. <laughs> takes a rollerblade, throws it up at the tree, hits your car, you got a dent in your Jeep. You realize you better get your Jeep out of the way, and you also realize that for the late. first time in seven years, you can actually pull your car into the garage because there's no sporting equipment there. <laughs> Not even the inflatable raft that hasn't seen action since the baby duck rescue of 1997. <laughs> you pull your car into the garage, and as you do, your other kid is coming out. He's on the phone with R.T. Murphy. He sizes up the situation and says, hey, come on over. We're playing badminton. <laughs> that is a sport that I know, and that's probably a sport that you know as well. Not quite. <laughs> is coming back after this. 
No, I don't know that sport at all. But the amazing thing is that's one take. Right, correct, correct, 100%. No, it's an impressive and I, and I skipped, of And I skipped ahead a little bit in there because I, I wasn't going to go with the full four minutes. That um, was always fun in gym class. You guys ever played a gym class? Yes, but that's not what they're doing. It, they definitely called it a birdie, not a shuttlecock. That, well, the they way. probably didn't do that. Yes, in yeah. gym class, they probably avoided using <laughs> shuttlecock as the phrase. Can't imagine um, why. It produces amazing highlights. Like, you'll watch highlights of the badminton, and you'll be like, holy How the hell did he crap. return that? But it's another sport I couldn't watch from start to finish. I couldn't just sit and watch a badminton I'd be more match. inclined to watch an entire ping pong match than a badminton. I don't do either one. I, I, their highlights are incredible. If something amazing happens, I'll watch it, but I'm not sitting and watching, um, and there's just no world in which that's going to be something that I'm going to do. So something to look out for. Yes. Let's get to that side of things. What? And what? Give me something that, that people maybe need to watch as the week unfolds. I think that if you have, and this only – would probably be half your audience, maybe even less, if you have access to Peacock, which is the streaming sure. service on NBC from NBC. If you're a professional wrestling fan, you probably have access oh, to true. Peacock. Or a uh, Comcast subscriber, so the oh, yeah, they give the it to you. Yeah. Yes, they <laughs> do give it to you. Okay. That is correct. Tokyo. And in fact, Peacock is like a channel on your TV if you are if you have Comcast. Like, yeah, 100. percent I'm a I'm a satellite. I think man. it's just like they they direct you to it. On a channel, it's not like it's like a full channel. I don't think. No, but like you don't have to like go to an app. You can just hit channel. Oh, that's uh, yeah. Is yeah, that's what I'm told. I mean, I don't have it, but I'm I, not checking out the Peacock original content yeah. all too often. Well, you, you should know? be. <laughs> Girls Five Ever was tremendous. It was good. I did watch it. It was really good. <laughs> I did watch it. And it's also where AP Bio can now be. The newer seasons AP Bio can be found. Which is show there's been a recent one though. I've been told that this um, there's some newer show that I uh, Doctor Death. Dr. Death with Joshua Jackson. Yeah, I've been told that's a uh, thing that's Paisley, worthy of. Is, is that, that a sitcom is that or is it? Paisley of uh, Dawson's Creek? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, was he Paisley? No. Was he? No. Yeah. No, Pacey. 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 Pacey was his name in Pacey. Dawson's Creek, yes. So stop talking about Dawson's Creek. The song's going to get stuck in my head. I don't even want to. I don't want to win. God damn it. Paula Cole. I forgot how it went too, so I was she like, won, uh, doing okay. She won and Best then... New Artist, and oh. with her, she had was no it was Sean Colvin who had the hairy armpits at the Grammys. <laughs> the year, one year. Where was it, Paula Cole? I, it, it might have been Paula Cole. Paula Cole. It was Paula Cole? Very popular on the Lilith Fair once upon a time. Again, <laughs> Lilith Fair, Bowfinger, and Wimbledon, <laughs> the motion picture. This is Glenn Clark Radio. We're not, Welcome. We're to not it. done yet. You, yeah. Correct. So going back to Peacock, Kenny Maine. The kids, of oh. course. The kids, of course, are calling it. The cock. Uh, yeah. That's what the kids are calling it. <laughs> very, <laughs> very popular. Yeah, Kenny Mayne's great. Did you guys see the uh, his mini golf bit oh, on yeah. Instagram? Yeah. No. He's oh, doing yeah. a after he got I got the note didn't get renewed at ESPN. Yes. He had released a mini series of narrating like toddler mini golf. They're, they're color commentary. It's so and funny. And it's funny because there's some language yeah. in it too yeah. that you wouldn't like, expect. Okay, a little, little blue at times. It's okay, really, really, really. Funny. I'm I'm listening. <laughs> I, I'm not opposed to this. I enjoy <laughs> Kenny Maine's work. Um, so it's Kenny Maine and Kerry Champion, two former ESPNers, mm-hmm. um, who host. Oh, Tokyo tonight. I know you've Tokyo been all in on tonight. Tokyo tonight. I am promoting this as if I'm on. Staff. Yeah, you're. Yeah, correct. And it is four and a half hours every night. Starts at seven thirty, and they do an interview with Tariko, also a former ESPNer. Sure. And that's always hilarious because all they do is is kind of hammer on each other. And um, can Carrie Champion play off of like? Is she funny? It's enough? so funny. That's a great question. She is. The chemistry is amazing. Awesome. And even when Maine goes over her head, which Maine would go over anyone's head. <laughs> 
Um, and she just plays it off and plays it very cool. All right. And it is it, what what they do is it's kind of a it's a kind of sort of red zone in which after NBC Prime airs it, they can air the, the event. Okay. So it's about ten minutes okay. after NBC uh, right. airs. Let's say. Dressel winning the gold yeah. is when they can air that. All right. And you know what? I can put up with a 10-minute wait as long as Kenny Maine's interviewing, I don't know, uh, Jack Collinsworth, who's sure. over there. And, um, you know, it, it, all of these – it's funny because every now and then they'll have, a, they'll have an A-lister who's on. But most of the time it <laughs> is, it's C or D, and it's a treat. Yeah, it's an absolute treat. I this is the other thing. Is Kenny Main an NBC employee, or is this just a work the Olympics yeah. for? I want to say temporary. Like Maria and, Taylor's a right. NBC she's employee. she's all in on NBC now. Right. I got the sense that this was a a temporary thing for Kenny Main, which I like better because it sort of means like he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, I, you're not. <laughs> I, I don't have to worry about getting fired here. Like. So last night they they come on with a beauty shot of Tokyo, and Kenny says. Day nine, I, I don't know. Night nine feels like year three. <laughs> and those are the opening words. Well, if you're yeah, bringing tonight. Kenny Main on to be a straight guy, like then you're just doing it wrong. Like he's yes, by he's always like my favorite. Probably was it my favorite. Yes, like the main event on Sunday yeah, NFL was, yeah. Countdown. Wonderful. Was wonderful. By far the best yep. part of this. Absolutely shows. wonderful. He did a bit. Who was the uh, horse? You, you'll know this, Dash. Who was the horse trainer that did the van ride? Years ago, the mind I think it was mine that birds trained. Uh, chip. Um, oh, God. Okay. It was a, it was a no. famous, but like they literally for the Belmont, because nobody had a shot at the Triple Crown and nobody could watch, they did a bit with Kenny Main and this guy in a van together. And like I knew nothing about the guy. He wasn't famous. Chip Woolley. Chip Woolley. Th- there was nothing Fun famous about him. And it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my entire life was just Kenny Mayne and this dude together in a van for a little while. And at Chip Woolley's peak, and that was like his only, yes, as of correct. today, that's his only real claim to fame. Oh, I don't think anybody assumes there's going to be another. <laughs> well, I think I'm like, just leaving the door open. Yes, yeah, I he appreciate had a broken that. leg. Oh, that's right. He Remember, was on crutches, on crutches, 100%. He was on and crutches. I couldn't. Uh, uh, I mean, I still can't believe that horse won. It was the, the greatest day of my life. I know. I remember Cal- the story. Calvin and, Burrell famously, yeah. like, I showed up at the Derby and I bumped into Calvin Burrell as we were walking in, and we had just had him on the show, <laughs> and it was like, Mister Clock, Mister Clock, I'm telling you, my horse, my, my horse loves the mud, Mister Clock. I'm telling you, don't, don't, don't dismiss this. I love his mother this was horse. a mother. Yeah, his mother. No, he didn't say that. He didn't do the Seinfeld <laughs> bit. But, like, he went on it, and I looked at my wife, and I'm like, we would be stupid to not at least throw a couple of bucks on on Calvin Burrell's horse, right? 50 to like, one shot. Yeah, we'd be stupid to not do it. And where we ended up sitting to watch the race, this was because of the rain, a lot of the rich folks had departed. And if you've ever covered a Kentucky Derby— It was Derby, just you left in that group. Yeah, right? right? They, 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 the don't, they don't give you, like—they give you space— but then it's sort of on your own for like the Preakness is a similar way. You're kind of on your own for where you'll actually watch the race from. If you don't, you know, have a, a broadcast position or something like that, it's just find a spot you can watch the race from there. And so we were like, boy, all of these rich people seats are <laughs> wide open. Yeah. Uh, why don't we watch the race from there? Like that would seem like a good thing to do. And I, we were so excited because the amount we put some money down on mind that bird at fifty to one. How much did you put down there? 
I don't even remember. Not enough at, after at, I was hindsight. Okay. Yeah. Not, Whenever someone says, I don't even remember for a 50 to 1 shot, they absolutely. No, I don't. Is the okay. funny part. I, we, whatever we, we ended up it making. Now, remember, enough. we made other bets. Okay, okay. We cashed in. It was, but also understand we were young at the time. We were sure, very sure, young. Sure, this sure. was 09, something like that. So we were, you know, in our in our late 20s at, at, the, at the oldest, right? Maybe in our mid-20s at that point. And... We cashed in, I want to say, a a $600 ticket right. at the end of the day. And we were, because we're, we're, we're young and broke, you know what I mean? Like, we were overjoyed. But I realized that we were in the money, and so I started, like, panicking. I'm flipping out, and I'm sitting in the rich people's seats. And when we would go to the Derby, we would always go full on. Like, I would wear a seersucker, and, and she would wear a, a, a silly hat and the whole thing. People legitimately thought we were the owners of the horse. <laughs> they started approaching us and saying, "Oh, you just made a lot of money on that horse. Imagine you're like, what you're going to be able to sell right it for." I and I'm like, <laughs> "I thought they were just congratulating us on winning a bet." How did, I'm like, he, how did he know? Like, how did you know? <laughs> oh, it's a great moment in my life. Great moment in my life. It has nothing to do with the Olympics in any way, but it was a great moment in my life. Is mind that bird winning the Kentucky Derby? Um, One yes. of the other things yes. you may have missed is archery. Love it. I, archery is a good TV Olympic sport. It really is because um, they you know, zoom in yep. on the bullseye. So yep. you have a very clear view of not only the contestant, but also uh, the end result. My, I guess two favorite things about archery is that in any team event, you almost always have a second chance. I well, watched this yeah. match between the, the, the Repisha <laughs> between a U.S. team and I want to say Norway. Okay, and the te- the U.S. team just seemed to be hanging on by a thread. But if they got a ten on this one, they're still alive, and they got they get a ten, so they get to another bonus round of. If they need an eight, they move on. They get an eight. It's like endless tiebreakers. And I was just just baffled by how many chances you get in archery. Shouldn't so, darts be an Olympic sport? You know, that's a you know, it's a great point, Kyle. It's very popular. The way that it's it, the people across the world care about it, like I am quite it does seem like very popular American sports have had no problem finding their way in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Beach volleyball was a it was an American sport found its way in the Olympics. Apparently, lacrosse is going to find its way into the Olympics moving forward. Things that America is really good at. Darts ain't our sport. I mean, you can enjoy yourself at the bar, you know. Like, no, and, not but like it's not a, like the right. the people that are competing at the highest level sure. of darts, where there's a lot of money involved and packed packed arenas to watch darts. And it gets prime time coverage in, in the UK and yeah, Scotland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am surprised. You're not wrong. I am surprised that darts has not like somebody would say, oh, isn't it more of a leisure activity than it is a sport? Well, like to us maybe. Like that's the way we feel about badminton, isn't it? We think of yeah. badminton as a leisure activity, yeah. but yet 
Croquet. You know, cr- croquet. Well, <laughs> I, there, there, and I get it. There should be a line. Like, I'm not trying to suggest that cornhole should be an Olympic sport. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm not. But some, it is on ESPN News. It gets quite a good bit of, quite a bit of coverage. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It was all that was on during the pandemic. My favorite overall Olympic competition in any winter or summer is the, the cross-country. We talked about the cross-country skiing combined with, with well, the, the gun biathlon. shooting. Yes, the that biathlon one. is what they you're They incorporate about. something like that into the well, summer it's not Olympics. Be- it's not better than curling, and of course, it's you like remember. The no, no Country for Old Men type thing where you have to swim with your gun and then dry it out. Out before okay. you shoot it, you know. <laughs> okay. Uh, as you know, I'm still an undefeated curling skip. Yeah. Undefeated. It's on his bio. Skip there it is. Where's our trophy? I'm very proud of it. It's around here somewhere. Where is it? Somebody, Somebody moved stole it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody moved our curling trophy. Um, anything else that we that that we that we need to know about there that we should be paying more attention to uh, the rest of the Olympics? Um. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's. Yeah. I I I think that. Women's basketball. I don't think the USA. Is, I don't think the USA is a lock for the yeah, gold medal. Yeah, they, they struggled a bit against um, uh, France. Yep, France the other and night. And I don't think that usually it's a coronation. And that's uh, why you know it's funny. I love basketball, and I think the men's team getting beat is just going to waltz. It all the seems way as though they've they've woken up a bit. Yeah. it seems as though they won again they last crushed night. Spain. Yep, yeah, uh, Ricky Rubio. Um, Good pull. They lost to Spain a couple weeks ago, as you'll remember. Right. Spain's pretty good. They lost. Uh, uh, Ruth Fernandez. One of the, and one of the, yeah, Pau Gasol is still playing. Absolutely. Um, they also the, the first same round, for 20 years. Yeah, the first round pick for the <laughs> Rockets. They were one of their first round picks is also okay. on the oh, show. I did wow. not know that. Yeah. So a couple of thoughts that I have. I, basketball is a sport that I love, and I pay almost no attention to during the mm-hmm. Olympics. And what you're alluding to is that reason why like, it's just typically always been – the Americans are going to win. It's not really all that enthralling to watch. I watched Spain, Slovenia. Uh, because of Luca. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Like, Luca, a lot of people are paying attention to Luca. Just, but, like, and this is, Luca's on a team where, like, he has no choice well, but Dragic to do everything. That's fine. Hey, show God bless. <laughs> Luca has Former no choice Suns but legend. to do everything. Yeah, let's ease Luca up on all Best white point guard in Suns history. Definitely not that. <laughs> definitely Luca not only that. has the double bang by Mike Breen. Ooh. No one's had a double bang. Are you sure I, he's the only I one? Yeah. I feel like I remember there being a list, and it was like two stars and then one just random guy. I have to figure this out. I'll okay. find it on Twitter. Okay. Um, that, now, also, pretty sure be calling. Of course, game. AJR has the only triple bang. You would have to know the song. Oh. You get bang, the metronome, the whole. Thank you. All right. That God. is a great. Oh. It's a. It's it. You know what? It's That's an what earworm. We're gonna go out. It's at. quite an earworm. It's quite an earworm. It is. Um. Uh, by the way, today's show also brought to you by Great Eights Memorabilia. Coming soon to the Maryland State Fair, the Purple Takeover, including past, present, and future Baltimore football stars like Hall of Famer Lenny Moore, Ronnie Stanley, Hollywood Brown, Ben Cleveland, Adafe Owe. You can get one ticket package for pictures and autographs with all 10 of these stars for just 350 bucks. And if you know anything about these shows and the way they typically work, that is that is a very good deal. That's a steal. Yes, that is a very good deal if you know what these things typically cost. 350 bucks for all 10. Great8smemorabilia.com with the number 8. Great8, the, num- num- the number 8, smemorabilia.com. That's how you get your tickets to the Purple Takeover coming to the Maryland State Fair, which we are only a few weeks away from. Uh, the return of the Maryland State Fair in Timonium. I think I've discovered the three. So it's Luca. Oh, really? Steph. Oh. And Eric Gordon. 
Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very, very similar okay, players. So, very so similar I, can, I, I will change it to the only one in Orlando. Okay, fair <laughs> who enough. Has the double yeah. bag. I think Jameer Nelson just missed. Probably it, you know? works. Probably works. Uh, Matt, he, Matt Myers, archery uses the ultimate rebuttal rules. Now I don't know what are the ultimate rebuttal beer rules. Beer pong. Those are the ultimate rebuttal rules. By the for what it's worth, no sport has better rebuttals than beer pong. Uh, okay, but that I, should be a. That but should what, be an but what game. are the rebuttal rules in archery? I don't know. What are the rebuttal rules in archery? Is it like a God Robin me. Hood men in tights sort of thing, where it's like if you can split the arrow, then you win? I, I would like to know more. Matt, can you message me more so I don't miss it? Like, Facebook message me with the ultimate archery rebuttal I'm guessing that's are. what I was speaking about, in that you, it's like almost, for lack of a better phrase, second chance. And so um, you just always have... Um, but is that... Re- okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I know what you were talking about. I was... That. Yeah, I was... I, you get a second chance. Right. I might be talking myself into a circle here, too. Right. So you, I, might, I, you might start a sentence and not know where it's going to go. That's <laughs> right. We've never yes. done that around here. No, never. <laughs> never been in the middle of a question where I was like, what? what are, how did I start this question when I was doing an interview? That's never occurred in a million years. Um, I, I got a tweet saying that I should bring up the Woodstock night. All right, nine. hang on. Brian Powell, oh, okay. we'll get to that. We'll yeah, get to okay, that. Okay, and okay, I want to talk okay, some Dodgers, okay, too, in okay. a second. We yeah, still yeah, got to get the young youths yeah. before we wrap up the show. But hang Absolutely. on. Um, some other responses that came in, uh, events you don't watch for four years that you start watching. John from Little Rock uh, agrees on the volleyball. The volleyball, again, indoor or outdoor, volleyball is an awesome sport. I, I wish – I don't think – I've, I've, thought, I've thought about this before. I went out when I was living in Arizona. They did a – the volleyball tour did a stop in mm-hmm. Glendale. And I went out to it, and the problem was they did it in, like, June in Arizona, and you just want to die. You couldn't be out. It was in the like I couldn't stay there. I want to get so badly into volleyball, but they've just never. It's never been a sport they've made an easy way. To I, I, I don't think maybe people are getting into the Premier Lacrosse League. Maybe they are. I think it's very difficult because you don't have a team. You don't know who am I supposed to root for. Who's on the team? Right. I don't. I. I. I it's good coverage. I get it. It's, it's on terrific. the NBC networks yeah. and. They're doing a lot on social media. And my they're buddy RJ's, social. you know, been yeah, made himself into a superstar. But I just don't know if it's really growing the game versus just soaking up all the people that like lacrosse anyway. Volleyball's never figured out a way to do it. There are people that like the sport. They've just never figured out a way. Is Chase Buttinger still playing beach volleyball? I don't. Not at a high level if he, he is. Was on, he was like, I think he was in the Olympics last time. I don't think he was in the Olympics. I think he might have tried to make the Olympics, but I don't believe he ever made the all Olympics. Right. Um he like they've just never and I think part of the problem is the indoor tour is like big in Europe and in uh, Scandinavian countries and Russia but there's no touch of it here in America so we're never going to care about it and then the outdoor tour like I I think the it's just never make never had any traction never had any traction and at this all this is going to break Glenn Clark's heart yeah tennis is the same way uh, well, it's not. It's not. There's no comparison between tennis and volleyball. Like the, I'm just are, saying, tennis matters to a lot of people. Beyond and like when the U.S. Open is played, it's a massive, importantly significant is. event. And it Wimbledon is. is an important event. The Australian Open. It's now that's like the Australian Open doesn't track in America. Because, Neither does the French. Uh, not. Eh, that's not. Rafael Nadal has forced it to track a little bit because okay, of his dominance that's there. Pre Rafael Nadal. No one gave a rat. Like nobody knows Matt, who Gustavo Kirchner is. There. Yeah, correct. Are you going to DC to watch him this weekend? Uh, I was supposed to go tomorrow night, and then of course, my 
effing old assistant from Arizona decided he's going to fly in, and so we got to go to dinner. That jerk. I'm going to go you, Friday night instead. DC. Kyle makes a terrific point in which I will totally retract what I just said because I remember how much those ticket prices. I saw how much they it's were. Insane. And it's insane. By the way. Oh my! I was Lord, not planning it's more than a Caps playoff. I was ticket. not planning on putting in for a media credential because I don't really <laughs> have actual work to do. I just wanted to go, and Bender. then I then I went to Bender try to then I went to try to buy some tickets, and I said, <laughs> "Well, I guess I'm going to need a media credential." Put it in the first time, got denied because they are too much media. Because oh. Rafi on a doll is playing tennis in D.C. I get it; they're overwhelmed with media. Had to go a backdoor channel wow. to have a friend. Get me in on the media list, and now of course I'm not going to be there tomorrow. <laughs> after I had to do, I'll pull all these strings in order to get in. But I'm going to go Friday. I'm going to go Friday Good. and check it out and see what it's all about. Um, it, there's no comparison between tennis and volleyball. I get your bigger point, right? That, yeah. Like there are certain things that I, just I don't track the same way. But there's no comparison between tennis and volleyball. Uh, Andrew Steck, a water polo. That's a sport that I wish I got more into. I wish that is I vicious. They should be, it's, there's no they should be in jail. I, I know what they're doing is amazing, and you're right. Oh my God, they are murdering each should other. They just knee each other in the nuts under the Basically, water. Basically, yes. Oh, it is. It is. It is. Although, although, if you watch the Bad Boys uh, Thirty for Thirty, you know that Dennis yeah. Robin would just grab everyone's ass for for forty minutes, and apparently learned it from Rick Mahorn. Like, <laughs> it was like uh, James Worthy is like he would just grab my ass, and I like, look at him like what. And then he just keep doing it. And right, they cut to Robin. Robin's like, yeah, I got, I got that from Rick Mahorn. <laughs> we used to play, when I was playing C-Conference high school basketball, yeah, we had an opponent who would literally career. titty twist. They still talk. Ah, all throughout right. Throughout the course of a game. When you were, like, setting a screen, they would just pinch your nipples. It's good to see a friend, you know? Yeah. <laughs> good to see someone you know. Um, uh, I wish I got more into water polo. I really, I, I really wish that I just... I think part of it is, you know what, I've. this is a legit thing. I am not good at treading water. I've never been good at it's treading water. It's a tiring act. I can swim just fine, but yeah. like... I it was to the point where you feared the ability to like pass the swimming test when you were in school? Oh, 1,000%. It was like I 60 seconds, you had to tread and, water, right? And like, okay, I, I think I've told this story before. On our um, honeymoon, we uh, they were like, do you want to go... I almost drowned. Yeah, 1,000%. I thought I was going to die. Are you serious? Um, uh, on our honeymoon, they were like, Margaret you, planned that. Do you want to go swimming? <laughs> there's like this, there's this, this, the deepest cenote in the world. In, in, I don't remember what, what part. What is a cenote? It's a, it's a, like a cave. It's like it's a, outside the oh, whale. Oh, one of those, like, yeah. underground. Under, you exactly see the what it was. Videos on yes. Facebook. They're like, do you want to, do you go want to go swimming in the cenote? It's like the deepest one in the world. And I was like, Those are awesome. I don't care about it, but like, I looked at her. It's, it's all, anything related to the wedding was, was hers. I'm like, do you? And she was like, absolutely, I want Those to. Those are pretty cool. Okay. And so I was like, all right, well, we'll go. You know what I mean? Like, I have no problem. Gotta grab my floaties. But yeah, right. But, like, <laughs> my deal was I am not good enough at treading water that I'm going to hang in the water. She, we, had made, we had made friends with this British couple that was very attractive. Um, a lot of and, Oh, my God. And, by the way, and I say very attractive, he was okay. She was very attractive. And I think that's the reason why we hit it off is because <laughs> they looked at us. I wasn't even as attractive as he was. I was, you know. Like, but I was, it was perfect for me because I was like, all right, if you want to hang, if you want, you can go out there with them. I am not a hang in the deep end type because I am not great at treading water. But I'll swim out at one point, say hi to you, 
and then I'll go back in and, and sort of linger, right? Go to the Repichois. Yeah, <laughs> the re- the, exactly right. The, re- the Repichois. doggy paddle over real quick. I, my legs and my arm, no, my legs stopped working. Here you, here you need I went into shock <laughs> in the cenote. Unbelievable. And my legs went numb. Don't know. I Maybe. I, I went to see a doctor about it afterwards. How and they did were you like, get out? I literally, like this, flailing like wow. an idiot. And did I, anyone see you at this oh, point? Oh, people God. saw me, but not <laughs> okay. my drunk-ass wife, who was partying <laughs> with this attractive British couple and did not give a rat's ass about the fact. And I didn't want to create, like, panic. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. I didn't want to do that guy. But I was about to because I really thought I was about to die. Like, I legitimately thought I was about to die. I had to, like, I didn't feel my legs for 30 minutes afterwards. And I was like, I don't want to go to a hospital in Mexico. That sounds like a really bad time. I don't want to do that. So I was just sitting outside the cenote, and she was like, come back out. I'm like, yeah, I'm all right. No, no, I'm good. Thanks. Because I'm not good at treading water. So I recognize how amazing the water polo, like, it's unbelievable. It just, there's not enough of a flow to it. Like I will say something that would get you into water polo like that. In Rio, guess who was play-by-play? Oh, it was um, Doc Emmerich, it wasn't was Doc it? Emmerich. Yeah, it was Doc Emmerich. But Doc's gone now, so uh, yeah, he's not I doing know. the water I polo know. tonight. Um, from Nick Kelly, uh, oh, Andrew also adds in uh, track and swimming. Uh, yeah, and that's fair. I don't watch either of those. But I'm not – I'm more into swimming than I'm in track, which is a weird bit. Like, I'm, way, I'm always into the relays. The relays and swimming are awesome. I know the track relays are probably cool, too. I don't know what it is about the track thing. It – it's just watching somebody run. I don't know. I I, I need there's a singular more emotion in, in swimming. Much yeah. more emotion. Yeah. I still need like when Phelps and Rowdy obviously Gans helps a lot. I'd never miss Phelps race. I would yep. never miss Usain Bolt race. But without there being a you know, well, you're, one, you're, you're really just Caleb Dressel I, won five gold medals in this Olympics. I don't. Are, I didn't know any of the guys in the in the hundred final. Un, none of them. Oh, in the in in, in track, in, yeah, in track, correct. Yeah. And it's I'm just like, not the same. Yeah, Jeremy, what, Jeremy Curley's brother was the silver medalist from the U.S. Right. And, like, the couple people that would have been involved that weren't for suspension reasons. Surprise. Stunner. Um, uh, he says it would be volleyball, but I actually watch college volleyball. I get that. Anyway, look at you, Andrew Steck. I watch college volleyball. Um, John, <laughs> John, the track events, watching the men and women race is absolutely electric. Their pure speed and being master of their craft is stunning. Uh, Paul from Ovilando, main sports I watch for Olympics but don't otherwise would be rowing, diving, water polo, and equ- what? what is the equestrian bit? Who is watching that? By the way, it came on like the... the, the, the dressage. Well, the dressage is a joke. That's horse dancing. It is. That's all that is. Yes. Any sport that involves a horse, it's a joke that you're giving the person a medal for it. That we're pretending like the people are competing. The horse is the athlete. <laughs> It would be like doing a horse race and giving the jockey the medal. The horse is the one that's winning. It's a joke that human beings are getting medals for horse sports. That's insane. Get that out of here. Or just give horses medals. Like, I have no problem with saying go for gin is the gold medalist. (laughs) That's not an issue for me. Tabasco Cat can win the bronze. I'm fine with that. I'm going way back. Way back. Cloud Computing can be the silver medalist. In an unlucky turn of events, looking at Lee, unfortunately, tore up the medal stand. (laughs) Today's. But giving human beings medals for horse sports? No. No. How are they any better than the other? The other person just might have had a crap horse. No. 
be like giving them uh, medals for a car race. Like, no, it's the car. The car <laughs> has something to do with it. It's not just a competition with the humans. That's stupid. Should not exist. Um, from uh, David Handball, I w- he's with you. I would watch you in between the Olympics. There were a streaming service that got the Champions League handball. I agree. It's a really, it's a very. You can wrap your mind I around it easily. If, I think if America was good, I would join. It was always there. real fun in gym class. Handball. I, I agree with that. Handball's like lacrosse too. A little bit. There's yeah. a lot of uh, lacrosse yeah, tactics. No, 100. Yeah. Oh, they are. Yeah. They are jack. They are beasts that are that are playing handball. Get some analytics on there, like how fast do you throw that one? Yeah. What's the launch angle? All uh, that, you know? Nick Kelly. If we're, Velo. <laughs> <laughs> if we're just talking Summer Olympics, swimming and diving. I also enjoy Diving is fun. Let's enjoy dive, never, diving. Diving is the thing that your it's grandmother a, watches at eight o'clock. They maybe, always stick it at the beginning the, of prime time, and it's the same, it's the no same thing. It's, it's a judging sport. I maybe don't it's do only fun because of the Vietnamese diving team from 2016. If you say so. Did you see how bad they were? No, 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 never. <laughs> Truly never. hilarious. If you say so, it was hilarious. <laughs> uh, he also enjoys um, uh, rowing now. Ever since reading the Boys in the Boat a few years ago, I'm not, I'm not familiar. I, uh, I, the, I watched a little bit of the rowing. It is remarkable. That, like, the USA team's terrible. Oh, are they? They're always like out of oh, frame. Oh, yeah, they are. You're right. Well, I also <laughs> learned there was a there was a refugee team when I was watching yes. the rowing the other night. Um, the amazing thing about the rowing is they row in a straight line. Like that's remarkable to me. I'm like, who can do that? And they're doing it at such a speed and still going in a completely straight line. I'm I like, watched a trial run of that, and America got smoked. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they were out of the been, picture. Been particularly Although, speaking of speed, that's been... We've got to get the Winkle vibe back <laughs> in. <That's, laughs> exactly. Right? That's got to be uh, one of the new uh, inventions in this Olympics, in which, especially for the swimming events and also for rowing, the speed that they are carrying as yeah, they yeah. go, that's pretty sweet. It is wild. They do kilometers per like. Oh, it's or whatever, it's right? unbelievable. It's yeah. truly unbelievable. And it's like I went kayaking when I was down at the beach a couple weeks ago, and I'm like, yeah, I, Very no, tiring. Yeah. no, <laughs> not gonna happen. Not especially when the kids stole my oar and gave me their baby oar, and they were oh. like, good luck. There's a band name, baby oar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it might conflict with OAR. I don't know how that would go. It might be a problem. All right, uh, today's show is also brought to you by. Oh, this is only our second break, isn't it? Yep. We got a problem on our hands. We're having too much fun, Chris. Thanks a lot, jerk. It's also brought to you by your local Toyota dealer, buyatoyota.com. Make the most out of every day in a Toyota RAV4. Available in hybrid or gas-only models, a RAV4 can get you where you want to go in style. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new RAV4s from your local Toyota dealer today. Chris DeShiel is here. We'll come back in. We're going to talk a little bit more with him. We'll talk some uh, Dodgers briefly. Um, and I got uh, – there's one other thing I wanted to run by you guys uh, related to Hall of Fame chances of current football players. Vinny Iyer from the Sporting News put something out that I wanted to react to. Uh, we'll still get uh, uh, Young Utes, Tidbit, Tubular before we wrap it up. It's Glenn Clark Radio. Here it Watch out! For the first time, the PGA Tour's FedEx Cup playoffs is coming to Maryland. The top 70 players in the world converge on Kays Valley Golf Club for the 2021 BMW Championship, August 24th through 29th, 2021. Baltimore's iconic and challenging course provides the perfect test as the playoffs heat up. Tickets are now available. Don't miss your chance to watch the drama unfold. Visit BMWChampionship.com today. 
C3 American Exteriors is the area's best and most trusted roof and siding specialists. C3 is also an insurance adjuster's worst nightmare and a homeowner's dream come true. With all of the bad weather, chances are you have some roof and siding damage. Call C3 American Exteriors now to get your roof and siding repairs for the cost of your deductible. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. C3 guarantees a 48-hour rapid response. Call 401-9797 or go to c3america.com for a free analysis. This is how you get a premium cup of coffee. Better and faster than the drip, drip, drip method. And way better than a large urn of lukewarm coffee made who knows when. At Royal Farms, our new Swiss-made coffee machines grind fresh premium beans on the spot and then brew them one cup at a time for the freshest, most flavorful cup of premium coffee you can buy. This is Royal Farms coffee. It's better because it's the freshest coffee in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. Sports and Social Maryland is bringing the ultimate fan experience to you at Live Casino and Hotel. We take sports viewing to the next level with a massive 100-foot media wall, 47-foot big screen, 40 HD TVs, extensive beer selection, big eats, in-venue gaming, bowling, and more. The perfect destination for sports enthusiasts and fun seekers. We're raising the sports bar at Sports and Social Maryland. Come see for yourself. Book your table now at SportsSocialMD.com. That's SportsSocialMD.com. Hi, it's Glenn Clark for Window Nation. When it comes to cost and quality, Window Nation has you covered, saving you thousands more on your windows compared to national brands while providing the same, if not better, quality. Want detail? Window Nation measures each window three times to ensure proper fit. And after they install your new windows, they leave your home cleaner than it was before. Get 50% off every style window, plus put no money down, make no payments, and pay no interest for 24 months. 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you Window Nation, the perfect fit. The biggest pro wrestling stars today and all time all have one thing in common. You've heard them on Jobbing Out. Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks. Thanks for having us, man. Appreciate it. Adam Cole. How are you guys doing today? Matt Riddle. Yeah, man. Thanks, man. The champ, Drew McIntyre. Oh, thank you for having me. The great Ron Simmons. Damn. Keith Lee. Appreciate you guys having me, man. Bill Goldberg. My pleasure. Charlotte. Thank you so much for having me. Mick Foley is with us. This is the greatest name for a wrestling show I've ever heard. MJF. I'm glad you're happy I'm on this show because I'm freaking miserable. Let's have Chris Jericho. Le Champion. AJ, Aaron, Brandon, and Glenn are talking pro wrestling every week on Jobbing Out. Find it at PressBoxOnline.com slash radio, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Tweet us at Glenn Clark Radio. 21st Century Talk Radio at GlennClarkRadio.com. Mobile One Full Synthetic Motor Oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube service center. Ask for Mobile One. Christy Scheel is here as we wind down hour number two of Glenn Clark Radio. Um, so I'm you, you want me to watch this Woodstock documentary that Brian Powell's talking about? Yeah. I, I think that it is unflinching is the first word that comes to mind. It's, it's uh, as I was saying during the break, it's close to um, an NC-17 rating as you're going to get. So, But um, it's very important, and it was very um, interesting to see. And they only played a little bit. I would love to see the raw press conferences of the promoters uh, had, had every day and just yeah. to see it deteriorate. Yeah. And the... 
uh, promoters got into the press. Like, the press was very uh, convivial in the first day and even the second day. And then on Sunday, it was just right. um, a, a total um, uh, mob scene. And um, uh, it was it, it was just something uh, to behold. I, I really found it interesting. I have watched a lot of like YouTube stuff related over the years just because it, it fascinates me. I, I said about the Fire Festival, you can make a thousand documentaries about the Fire Festival. Mm-hmm. I will watch every single one of them. I mean, it's such an unmitigated disaster. This one... I think because there's actual victims involved, whereas like the fire festival, we all can, we can like well, kind of. There were. I mean, I understand where you're like, going with that, but like, like yes, people lost money. People, mm-hmm. but like nobody. The people who were victimized was, were the people who were actually on the island. They're like the actual workers on the island were the ones. Yeah, who were I mean, like, they, there. like, the, like the yeah. poor lady that runs the restaurant right, and yeah. all that sort of stuff. But like, they weren't physically harmed. No. By this thing, people were physically harmed. Yes. Yes. At at Woodstock '99, yes. and so it's a little bit more difficult for me. Like reliving some of that. I agree. Like it's not. It's there's a bit more cheekiness to laughing at the fire festival because yes, there were victims. Bottled water. Right. There was a lot of that, but there weren't like it didn't cause long term physical damage to anyone. Whereas Ja Rule. Not. Yeah. No. I think he's still okay. I think he's still. Billy McFarland. You could argue he made some. Well, I don't know what's him. happened in prison, so I can't say that. I don't know how life. <laughs> I imagine is his him. back is he worse. Has his, he has his lovely, um, a... his his lovely uh, Russian girlfriend uh, there with him, so he's got that going for him, which is nice. Um. All right. Uh. The yeah. We have to hate the Dodgers now, pal. It's the way it goes. Now, because this is, this is the nature of sports. This but, is the way it works. What is the, what is the appeal all of a sudden, of. Uh, Machado and Tatis, is it because they're... Uh, well, they're, they're fun. fun. Okay. Yeah, they're fun. And also it's that the it's Padres... <laughs> yeah. The Padres yeah. haven't had the rich history of the Dodgers Yes, either. there's that. One of my favorite lines involving television is from the movie Scrooged with Bill Murray, and he says, does it look like anyone around here is having fun? Yeah, yeah, it's not and bad. So, it's uh, not bad. The Dodgers aren't even in first place. I'm aware of that. It's the uh, Giants who they still have to catch. Dash, it's the nature the of. The good news is they have the entire uh, uh, National League right. on their team right, right. now. Right, correct. So that, that That's, it does help 100%. When, it, when in baseball, when a major market team goes and acquires all the players, we have, have no choice. We in unless you're a fan, mm-hmm. you have to hate them. You just have to, or else what is the point of anything? I would feel a little differently if they got fleeced. Like if they gave up their entire top ten prospects, they gave up like two guys that mattered. I and they know got, like, the people are so stupid. Yeah. Who made that trade. It was great. That's what <laughs> makes it, that's what makes me most upset. The way it works, man. And by the way, I don't think the Dodgers. It is really uh, the Padres. By the way, like I love the Padres, but like my God, why are they but, not good? Why? Right. They, if you were and they were early. They're in the only year. good when they play the Dodgers. They are. Unfortunately. What's their win total going to end up being? They got ninety four probably on the dot. That's uh, exactly maybe. what the rubber maybe, was, yeah, and maybe. I picked. Oh, them. you picked they'll them. Make, yeah. They'll make the postseason. Yeah, yeah they sure. will. Like they'll make the postseason, but they might get bounced in one game if they do. I wanted to watch them win a World Series. I am and not feeling good. Are going to be Dodgers Padres wild card potentially? Yeah, and I know that we're up against it, but that's crushing to bring down against one game. Yeah, well. uh, that's the the two best 
teams. Preaching to the choir with Orioles fans. Uh, yeah, well, maybe you should have won some more games, Dash. <laughs> like, you act like. <laughs> but it's my team. I understand that. <laughs> I, I completely understand that. This is the nature of it. We have no choice. We have to hate. I mean, I was going to hate the Dodgers anyway because, of course, you know, I'm a, a massive, lifelong Padres fan. I am I'm Mr. I'm Padres. Mr. Padres. M- my Padres, as I've, uh, I've coined the phrase. It's my phrase all along. Uh, my Padres is something I came up with. What was the first stadium that they played at? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I went to a game at Jack Murphy. That is, I went, that I, is I, Petco. I, if, Petco's if have, beautiful. But here's, well, Petco here's, is beautiful. Here's the... Uh, I won't even say it was a game that was started by David Wells, if I remember correctly. Ah, uh, the boom. When I was, I was in uh, Sandy... I used to go... This is a true story. My parents' church did missions trips to Mexico. <laughs> And I would go on them, and we got to spend, like, a, a week in San Diego surrounding, like, we would go build a house in Mexico. Oh, that's fantastic. And then we would go get to spend a weekend in San Diego, and, like, I was, a like, a 14-year-old kid, like, getting to go hang out on Coronado Island. Yeah, and right, right, Point right, Loma right. and Mission Beach and, like, all these unbelievably beautiful places with people that had a lot of money. Oh, my gosh. Um, and just these views that were breathtaking. And, um, yeah, one of the years we were out there, we went to um, a Padres game at uh, Jack Murphy. And I, I believe you, it was a David Wells start. I will give you a $5 bill mm-hmm. if you answer this question okay. correctly. Okay. For 17 days in 2014. You think I don't know this? No idea. No idea. Qualcomm Stadium was renamed something. Oh, what, I actually. What you know, was it? so funny. I remember that. Because <sighs> the Ravens were involved in one of those games. The only reason I know that is because I had to keep changing the Chiron. It was. <laughs> uh, you're going to have to tell me what it was. Snapdragon Stadium. And what was, what was the... It was the latest v- uh, phone from Qualcomm. Okay. All right. Snapdragon Stadium. Didn't, didn't Thank last, you, everybody. I guess, huh? uh, by the way, of course, I, I live to just uh, honor Qualcomm. I'm just here to honor... Like Matt Harvey, I'm just here to honor Qualcomm. <laughs> I don't really want to talk about my injury. I'm just here to honor Qualcomm. One of the, the funniest bra- The Bryson DeChambeau of... Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Um, Dash, people can read your work where? At BaltimoreSportsAndLife.com. Go check out. And, and what do you, what do, you do a, for well, Baltimore Sports and Life? What is it exactly, what exactly would you say you do here? That you yeah. do yeah. around. Yeah. I have... Um, uh, my, Samir, Naga, <laughs> not going to work here, here anymore. <laughs> I have... Uh, my latest uh, one is of my guy, uh, Zan Man, Xander Shoffley, winning the gold. But uh, a kind of framing it in the way as the best final round that nobody ever saw. Well, I mean, maybe people in other countries did. Well, like, yeah, just not in America. <laughs> Don't ruin the lore of the tease. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dash. Um, you can go check it out there. And like, uh, is it typically golf that you're writing about? Uh, typically golf. I, I will. By um, the way, speaking of golf, of course, the best golfers, 70 best golfers in the PGA Tour, will be coming right here to Baltimore, the BMW Championship at Caves Valley Golf Club. Secure your tickets right now, BMWChampionship.com. Thanks, buddy. It's absolutely. Yeah. It's uh, and it, that's one week before the uh, playoffs are over. So that is a monumental event that will decide the top thirty um, left on the FedEx. To go to the finals, right? And the winner of the final wins fifteen million dollars. Great country we live in, man. Unbe- what a country! Unbelievable! What a country! And if you get hot for three weeks, you win fifteen mil. You don't have to win a major before. Who's the most random win- FedEx Cup winner? Uh, uh, Bill Bill Haas. Bill Haas won a. He won did. A- 
He's also been in a story that has involved a vehicular homicide and Owen Wilson. Oh, Jesus Christ. Sorry to change that. Is it, is it? <laughs> it sounds like that might not be the cheekiest of stories, Dash. <laughs> we prefer cheeky around okay, here. Fine. Henrik Stenson is also. Okay. And there's Even only Henrik been... Stenson was a, like, a legit. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he, he was. was a legit. There's author. only been two... The Henrik Stenson won a British Open, didn't he? Um... I don't think that he's won a major. Huh. All right. I thought, I thought um, he did. <laughs> you no, know, you know what? Stenson was in that epic battle between him and Phil. Oh. And, 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 he, and, and Mickelson won. Did he? Yes. All right. Fair enough. Where's Drew when you need him, huh? Yeah. Well, no, he knows. I'm, 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 I'm not denying. I'm not denying. So, uh, what, one last. Oh, my God. Am I wrong? I am right about this. Oh, my gosh. Henrik Stenson won the 2016 British Open. Cytarabine, Cladribine. I guess I got to settle down. No, no, no. Let me finish my yeah. cancer yeah, drugs. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I was right is the point. I was right. Henrik Stenson has won a British Open. That's why they call me Dr. Golf. O- open championship. Yeah, open That's championship. cool. That's correct. That is correct. Anyway. I'm I sorry. know because I was there. Yeah, thank you, Chris. Thank you, Boomer. <laughs> um, what What else do you write about it? Baltimore? I got it. I got it. I gotta take another break. I gotta have okay. Jack come okay. in here. Nope. I got I got things I still gotta do. Um, uh, assorted topics. Okay. Assorted topics at Baltimore Sport Baltimore Sports and Life dot com. Yes. A melange yes. of sports. And higher dash. Uh, I love dash. Too Everybody kind. loves dash. Um, thank you for coming in today, pal. Thank you for thank inviting you. me. This thank was you for hanging a out. A lot with of us. fun. You're welcome thank for you. the Wi-Fi. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna yeah, <laughs> we're gonna need to uh, plan to watch more Suns games together next year. They got Chris Paul back, so they got that going for him. Got the cool one twenty. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I, he's gonna be forty years old at the end of that. So <laughs> I'm sure, that won't be regrettable. I mean, it's basketball money. What is? How is that anywhere? Did Go you see what Duncan Lonzo Robinson Ball got from? Yeah, come, did on. You say, come on, man, it's basketball <laughs> money. There is no regrettable money. None of it's real. Uh, a luxury tax. Sure. Um, I, I love you, buddy. It's great to see you. Love Thank you, you for too. coming in. At Christy Shield on Twitter. Follow him there uh, during the rest of the Olympics. He's the best. Uh, we'll come back in. We'll get a, a tidbit. We'll get a tubular to uh, wrap things up. And we'll get the Young Utes with our buddy Young Jack. He will come in here and tell us what's going on in the world of kids. Today's show also brought to you by Glory Days Grill, where they are hiring. If you are uh, coming out of this and looking for... Uh, maybe a new line of work. Glory Days Grill is hiring all positions. If you want to work for a great family-oriented company known for their commitment to the community, stop by one of their restaurants and speak with a manager. Management opportunities are available. It's Glenn Clark Radio. Sports and Social Maryland is bringing the ultimate fan experience to you at Live Casino and Hotel. We take sports viewing to the next level with a massive 100-foot media wall, 47-foot big screen, 40 HD TVs, extensive beer selection, big eats, in-venue gaming, bowling, and more. The perfect destination for sports enthusiasts and fun seekers. We're raising the sports bar at Sports and Social Maryland. Come see for yourself. Book your table now at sportssocialmd.com. That's sportssocialmd.com. Here it Watch out! Oh for the first time, the PGA Tour's FedEx Cup Playoffs is coming to Maryland. The top 70 players in the world converge on Kays Valley Golf Club for the 2021 BMW Championship, August 24th through 29th, 2021. Baltimore's iconic and challenging course provides the perfect test as the playoffs heat up. Tickets are now available. Don't miss your chance to watch the drama unfold. Visit BMWChampionship.com today. 
redefine your skills, inspire change, and make a difference. The Army offers the new generation of youth the ability to be part of something bigger than themselves, while also improving who they will become individually. Soldiers have the ability to impact the world in many different ways. The Army supports humanitarian missions ranging from the COVID-19 response to natural and man-made disasters. Visit GoArmy.com forward slash Baltimore. Hey everybody, this is Chris Rowling at Great Ace Memorabilia. The Maryland State Fair is right around the corner and we're going to be taking over with the largest Baltimore football signing in over three years. The Purple Takeover is coming to its Millennium Fairgrounds for the massive Maryland State Fair from August 26th through Labor Day Monday. You'll have the chance to meet Pro Bowl tackle Ronnie Stanley, Hollywood Brown, first round pick Odafe Away, Big Country Ben Cleveland, Hall of Famer Lenny Moore, and many, many more from your football team. Tickets are available at GreatAidsMemorabilia.com. That's great, the number eight, smemorabilia.com. And remember, as always, be great. The journey begins on remote mountain farms and plantations in the lush tropical regions of countries like Colombia and Brazil, where the best coffee beans are grown. The beans are harvested by hand, carefully sorted, bagged, shipped, and finally roasted. And the journey ends as your cup of rich, flavorful Royal Farms coffee, the freshest and best coffee in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. Hi, it's Glenn Clark for Window Nation. When it comes to cost and quality, Window Nation has you covered, saving you thousands more on your windows compared to national brands while providing the same, if not better, quality. Want detail? Window Nation measures each window three times to ensure proper fit. And after they install your new windows, they leave your home cleaner than it was before. Get 50% off every style window plus put no money down make no payments and pay no interest for 24 months 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com tell them glenn clark sent you window nation the perfect fit the latest edition of press box is available now on the cover thomas kenzora profiles university of maryland quarterback talia tongavailoa and his chance to deliver the terps to big 10 prominence this year also inside bo smolka breaks down the ravens offensive line a look at coppin state's olympic connection and much more press box is available for free at over 500 area locations including 60 royal farm stores and you can always find the entire edition as well as the best daily coverage of the orioles ravens and terps at PressBoxOnline.com. You are out. You are listening to Glenn Clark Radio at GlennClarkRadio.com. All right, back in here on GCR. Today's show is also brought to you by, oh, this one's brought to you by C3 American Exteriors, who brings you the Stand the Fan Variety Hour every week. And if you missed it last night, first of all, C3 American Exteriors, don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. Call C3 to get roof and siding repairs for just the cost of your home insurance deductible, 410-401-9797 or C3America.com in order to get your free analysis, free analysis, C3 America. C3 brings you all of Stan the Fan Charles's shows. He does two a week on Facebook Live Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports is where you find those. And uh, Stan at a really fun show last night. He and Ross Grimsley catching up with Rick Dempsey and Boog Powell. Um, really neat show talking baseball last night. Again, if you missed it, Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports. Click on videos, or you'll be able to find it a little bit later on today 
at pressboxonline.com. By the way, I wanted to get to this. We won't do it. I won't spend a lot of time on it because we just ran out of it. We were having too much fun with Dash. Vinny Iyer from the Sporting News ranked um, every team. He gave percentage chance of players making the Hall of Fame okay. on every team. For example, uh, the Arizona Cardinals. He has four Arizona Cardinals as being 100% Hall of Famers. Mm-hmm. They would be. What? Yes. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald. Yes. Um, DeAndre, it's a little early for DeAndre Hopkins. But still, I'll say it. DeAndre Hopkins. Yes, DeAndre Hopkins is a 100% Hall of Famer. And last but not least, I mean, it's a little early for Buda Baker, but... 60% for Buda Baker. Um, Chandler Jones? Chandler Jones, 70%. You want to get a guess in, Jack? I'm sure J.J. Watt's on that. We already said J.J. Watt, DeAndre Hopkins, and Larry Fitzgerald are the 100%ers he's got. Is he still on the team? Is Patrick Peterson still on the team? Patrick Peterson went to Minnesota, if I remember correctly. I think he'd be 100% lock anyway. Um, do, 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 do. Offensive lineman, perhaps. Uh, the really only offensive lineman on the list is center Rodney Hudson, who he gives a 40% chance to. Is it a punter? It's not a punter. <laughs> um, Someone you've probably forgotten is in Arizona, went there this offseason, and I disagree with it being a 100% chance. I don't even know where I would have the percentage. That doesn't help. I don't know. A.J. Green, yeah, he know. has it a 100% yeah. chance. I'm not so sure. I disagree with that. Now, I, you know, I... They're forgetting the receiver discussion about all this. It's been very difficult over yeah. the years, the Hall of Fame. That's that's part of the problem. For Atlanta, for example, he has Matt Ryan at 70%. Um, Buffalo, Did nobody over... doesn't even have 10,000 crew receiving yards. No, oh, man, I, I don't... I think it's insane. Um, uh, Carolina's best chance, he has Christian McCaffrey at 30%. Uh, Chicago, he's got Khalil Mack as a 100%er. I don't know. Disagree with that, yes. Nobody on the Cincinnati roster with more than 10%. I probably agree with that. Um, Gino Atkins probably deserves a little bit. He's not on the roster anymore. Where is he? I don't remember where he signed, actually. They they released him this offseason, if you remember. Questionable. Gino Atkins is now with the – oh, he still hasn't signed. Still has not signed. Hmm. So he is not on the list whatsoever. Um, It's got – oh, God. Anyway, Devon Miller, he's got a 100% chance. The point being – the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. He has four players listed with having at least a fifteen percent chance of making the Hall of Fame. Okay, Tucker. But let's start. Who do you think has the highest percentage of the four? I mean, I would say Justin Tucker. Yes, Justin Tucker at seventy-five percent, the second highest chance. Calais, Calais Campbell. Campbell. Yeah. Calais Campbell at eighty percent. He's tremendous. He's a tremendous player. I don't know that I agree with that either. Again, because he's a tweener. It is more difficult for those it types of guys. Of sacks for I, his position. For his position, I understand that. But typically with those guys, you either have to be like the greatest nose tackle of all time or you have to be a guy that had an absurd, ridiculously amount of sacks to make the Hall of Fame. I think there's certainly an argument for Calais Campbell. And Doesn't he have more than 100 sacks in his career or close to that? I think it's a right around 100 sacks. Um, I feel like he's he has 92. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's, that's incredible. For but him. not every 100-sack guy is in the Hall of Fame. But every 100-sack probably defensive tackle is. Uh, he wasn't always playing defensive tackle either. That's part of the problem. Because it's a moving target, because there's no easy way to the longevity it. of his career would make I, you say I think there is certainly an argument for Calais Campbell as a Hall of Famer. 80% seems high to me. Maybe. That seems high to me on that list. Uh, he's got two others that are on the list. Lamar. Lamar, he has is the lowest of the group at 15%. Well, he's still on the list. The one that's higher... 
Doesn't make absolutely sense. should not be higher than Lamar Jackson on this list. Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews with twenty percent. There's no world. He's one of the most in which Mark Andrews has a better few, Hall of Fame chance. I don't chance think any tight end has had as many touchdowns early in their that's, career. As that's Mark all Andrews. well and good. That's all well and good. I hear you. It projects as though if somehow you were able to keep doing this for a long time, but there's no world in which Lamar, Mark Andrews has a better Hall of Fame chance at the moment than Lamar Jackson does. Not that I'm saying that Lamar Jackson three years into his career should be looked at as a 50% guy or something like that, but there's no – that's insane. Colts it's are insane. having a rough go of it. Quentin Nelson's out indefinitely also. It doesn't look good for the Colts. Definitely should have got that underbet in when I had right. the chance <laughs> last week. We were sitting around after the show the other day, and I was like, I wonder if they've updated the odds yet on the, the Colts' win total. And it was still sitting at like nine and a half, and I'm like, hmm. Like, they might have brought it down by like a win. <sighs> I don't know, and we just didn't know enough about Carson Wentz for me to feel comfortable with it. Regret that. Regret that significantly. All right, it's time. (laughs) Young Utes brought to you by the new print issue of Pressbox, which is available right now. At your neighborhood Royal Farms, any of the hundreds of locations around town where you find PressBox or read it all, PressBoxOnline.com. Talia Tungavailoa, University of Maryland quarterback, on the cover, has an opportunity. Try to do something special, something that hasn't been done in a very long time for Maryland football, but it ain't going to be easy. Uh, cover story dives into all of that. Pick it up now for free. Your neighborhood Royal Farms. I don't know what's in my throat right now. but <clears throat> I got someone as well. I don't care for it. Uh, Jack, what do you got for us? Uh, the first thing... <coughs> that I have for for today is uh, we all know that like the NFL is pretty much making it as difficult as possible for unvaccinated players to be able to participate in, in normal normal setting and do everything that they're trying to compel players to get vaccinated. Right. That's basically their, their whole yeah, argument. Yeah. <laughs> Here's this thing that could save your life. Yeah. Now, can can we offer you a reason for you to do it? Um, right. <laughs> but so they just their NFL had come out and said that all unvaccinated players have to have some big difference, like a distinguished difference that you can be able to look at them and know that they're vaccinated Mm -hmm. or unvaccinated. And so that was pitched originally by like a colored wristband that all unvaccinated players would have to wear or or it wouldn't matter what it was. That was what the idea that the uh, NFL pitched, but it was up to each team to decide what their differentiator was going to be. And it hasn't gotten the most, uh, liked response from players and and other coaches in the league but um the uh the biggest issue is anthony sherman who is a i don't think he's in the league anymore but he used to play for the chiefs fullback and the uh nfl pa or what is it like the nfl p i don't it's like the guy the player like the players association yeah, yeah. um i think the head of that is plays on the browns i'm blanking jc treader yeah he uh they've both come out and they've been pretty vocal about uh, the whole thing regarding it. And it's kind of like, well, teams already kind of have that in place with, like, if you're not vaccinated, you're pretty much required to wear a mask, which is in itself the biggest differentiator. But it's, I think that's going uh, to cause some big drama well, is, amongst it, it's, it's teams a, even more so than what, it, than what that's, the That's an easy thing been. to say, but I think the, the point would be, well, we need to know who has to be required to wear a mask. Like, well, I think, yeah, but that comes Just with, to say they're required to wear a mask, well, what if somebody decides, I don't want to wear a mask? How does somebody in the building know whether or not they've been vaccinated? Well, I'm curious if, the, if NFL teams would know 
if like the players report that information or if it's like public knowledge. You mean their vaccination status? Yeah, I think they're the required team, to know. Yes, yeah. I think so the I, team. so the team would know. So I'm sure like the general but, manager, the head but coach. But I don't know knows. whose job. I don't know. I'm sure there's a list. job it is around the building to make sure that everyone's following protocol. And it's one thing. This is, like somebody would say. Oh, what, to be a, a, a COVID Nazi? Like, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying whose job it is to, like, protect the players on their team to make sure there's no COVID outbreak so they can play the game. It's got to be somebody's job. Compliance and it of some sort. It can't be the head coach's job because the head coach has to get them ready for a football game. It can't be the like, – somebody has to have the job of single the, – the biggest problem we're going to have is we feel really good about our football team as long as we don't have a COVID outbreak this year. Right. As long as we don't have to go do it, the, the put the football team on the field that the Ravens had to play with, or the Broncos had to play with, when Kendall Hinton had to be their quarterback last year, we feel as though we're going to have a great chance to win football games as long as we have the the majority of our football team out there. So we can't have a COVID outbreak. So hell yes, we're going to be watching to see if unvaccinated players are doing the things they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Saw, and we saw yesterday with the with the Vikings. I think their entire quarterback, quarterback yes. tested Correct. positive, except for one who was the only vaccinated player. You don't really need quarterbacks, then. though. <laughs> they're, yeah, over, just, they're overrated these days. You can just take your yeah. practice squad wide receiver yeah. and have them line up at quarterback. <laughs> right. It worked out great for the Broncos last year. That th- this is boy, when there wasn't so, a vaccine, it was a different discussion. Yes, correct. This is so. This is so infuriating. It's such an infuriating well, topic. Well, it's just going to ruin the the whole NFL season because it's inevitable that there will be teams well, that are test positive. For but let's make it clear. There are going to be vaccinated players test positive for COVID. Correct. Are, it's going to be a problem, right? Like we're The only difference is that the, the penalty is of course. there's no penalty for that. Correct, when it's a vaccinated player. Right, so it's... It, but it well, except there is a penalty that that guy might not play. Mm-hmm. Like well, that, yeah. That's but, still going to be a problem. You're still going to deal with guys not, not being available for games... That were vaccinated players, and that's gonna suck, and that's it's gonna be something that's gonna people are gonna scream about. Dumb people are gonna scream about it all the time. But the idea that you're being persecuted because you have to wear a wristband if you're unvaccinated, nope. Like, dude, the, read the room. The, this this is a thing. Yeah. This thing where you're you're trying to make yourself out to be like uh, you're standing up for the rights of a minority. No, my, minorities don't get a choice. You're choosing to not be vaccinated. You're making that choice, and if that's the choice that you want to make, and the team has to figure out how to best keep as many players as possible available to them for a Sunday and to avoid outbreaks, and they want you to wear a wristband because of it. So be it. Sorry, man. Yeah. This is not – you're not being persecuted. A Jewish you're star on choosing. Your Correct. Like, yeah. You are making the choice to not be vaccinated. You are not a persecuted people. You are not being discriminated against. You've got the right to decide you don't want to be a part of that group. This isn't pers- this is not there is no comparison between this and a marginalized you also have the right group. to quit. If you don't want to play football by all means, yeah. go ahead. I don't know if they'll give up those those pretty big yeah, exactly. uh, nice ten, salaries. Tend not tend not to want to do that. Yeah, but we'll see. It should be should be interesting once the once the season really kicks into full gear. Yeah, I've lost all sympathy for people who are complaining about this. In general, I, I didn't have it in the first place, really, but it's just sort of tiresome all, I, all around. I, it's extraordinarily tiresome. There's no question about it. You yeah. don't want. Hey, look, I can't. For, as I said before, I can't force you to get vaccinated. I'm not going to tell you you can't be a part of my life if you don't get vaccinated. I'm not going to do anything along those lines. But if the NFL teams want to go win football games, and they need to have their players on the field, and so I don't feel remotely bad about them saying if they if that's what they said is if you're unvaccinated, you got to wear a wristband the entire time because we got to know. We got to know 
that you're following protocol. We got to know that we're doing everything possible to keep everybody from getting COVID because we need to play football games with as many players as we possibly can. Sure. Deal with it. Sorry, man. That's your choice. Deal with it. That's the biggest issue, I think, is people also kind of fail to realize that, like, an NFL team is not just a group of guys playing a football game. It's more. It's a multi-billion yeah, dollar correct. organization. That each team is, is a multi-billion dollar well, company and, in and, itself. And, and is and, and a lot of people are losing, winning, keeping or losing their jobs over wins. Yeah, which exactly. come when you've got most players on the field that you can possibly yeah. have. And when you're spending most of your time trying to babysit and deal with all these people not getting vaccinated, it takes away from the precious time you have before the season starts to, to hone in on everything. And, and then potentially get ready. the money out of their pockets with the right. withholding yep. salary for day games. Yeah. So, all right, next second thing. Um, so there's a new movie that's going to be coming out in November. It's called King Richard. It's um, the Serena, the Richard the, Williams. Yeah. Story, the Richard yeah. Williams oh. story. And it's quite fascinating. Will Very, Smith is yeah. playing Richard Williams. And, Why not? Huh? and supposedly, I don't know. Will the trailer Smith, looks Will really Smith good. is one of my favorite actors, but supposedly he killed it in this. It's movie. been a while since he was in a prominently discussed film. I feel like well, I am did, Legend. He did. That was a pretty good one. Well, that, that was that's not been like a, that's, that's that was yeah. 10, 12 years ago. Yeah, I mean, I, but also, I it's it been longer like, than that. I'm talking yeah. about like Academy Award discussion. No, he got Academy Award discussion for concussion a few years back. That was a great totally movie true. too. Yeah, but he didn't get nominated. Uh, no, he didn't get nominated, but he was. I think he was definitely nominated for a Golden Globe for. Uh, Nobody cares about those. Well, people do care. Yeah, Emily and Paris got a Golden Globe nomination. I don't know what that is, but the that Netflix doesn't mean Netflix show. And they apparently greased the pockets, and they found well, out like they've stopped. Literally, it was a whole whole thing, whole big okay, thing. If you say so, I do say so. Okay, thank it's you. It's been said. But Will Smith hasn't like he was in it. You're acting like there were other movies that got him Academy Award consideration. I'm just saying, he, he's he been hasn't, for as prominent and well respected and well regarded as an actor. He was a Hollywood blockbuster actor. He wasn't ever a an award he type was. of actor. No, he wasn't. Pursuit of Happiness. That didn't do anything. It got an award nominated. He got nominated for an Oscar for that. For Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah. I, I don't think that's true. I'm almost positive. Go ahead. Keep going. Um, so no. Anyway, I was gonna say that. Um, well, one, I am not the biggest fan of these kinds of movies coming out when athletes are still in their career. So originally what would ha- what, what people thought was going to happen was this movie was going to come out and it was kind of just going to be the end of Serena Williams' career, kind of capping it off, summarizing her rise to, to the number one player of all time and all of this kind of great stuff. I mean, she is participating in the, in the uh, U.S. Open You're this right. month. So Thank you. We can, we can ruin that for, for fans who, who uh, thought potentially she was going to uh, Also, Ali. Yeah, I did know about Ali. Yeah. But, uh, um, but no, it's, it should be a good movie. It's cool to see because... When the you, trailer looks great. It yeah, does. It I mean, when great. you have... Not one, but two. No, for sure. I mean, it's an incredible story. both have had as good of a career as you could possibly have. It seems like the story... Are they watering it down? No, I don't think they're watering it down. I think they focus way... It's it's basically about the the dad. It's more about him than it is about them. That's fair. I mean, mean, it's an... Right, which is a compelling story and And interesting. And I'm sure it's not exactly like, oh, like, here's uh, this fluffy tale of a father being loving all the time. Right, it's it's pretty in that way. I'm I'm fascinated. Look, I'm a tennis fan, so that's part of it, but, like, I'm absolutely fascinated by it. I mean, we saw it with, like, that Tiger Woods documentary. Like, we don't really give much credit to the parent in, well, and, in a lot of these situations. Also not still always deserving of There's credit, still always yeah. room. Even if the athlete turns out to be a great athlete, was it, was it the, the best way of parenting? Did, yeah. yeah, like, like there's a and lot what, There's a lot of gray cost, area yeah. there. Yeah, right. 100%. Yeah. We're seeing that right now with a lot of gymnasts opening up about that. Like, their parents pushed them and kind of didn't care about anything, and it didn't turn out to be a good right. decision um, yeah. in a lot of cases. Well, to be fair, it's right. At least for both... Uh, Tiger Woods' dad and the Williams' dad, they 
they did the coaching themselves. Right. There's no. Yeah. Yes. Right. Correct. That's that is different. There's yeah. no doubt. So. No, All right. Intrigued. I'll see it. And what else? Yeah, I would, I would definitely, definitely. Oh, check I'm one thousand percent going to see it. Yeah. Um, and then the the third thing I have is is a new trend that has been circulating the internet. It's not the craziest trend, but if you're into honey. Um, this is something that you should try. I've tried it. It was it was pretty good. You mean mm. the Mariah Carey Jam Honey with the remix by um, um, Mason Puff Daddy? Or is it's probably the Jessica to? Alba film. I don't remember that one. Honey. I don't remember the Jessica Alba film. No, so. 2001. Uh-huh. No, the this trend is because honey's usually a not much of like a summery kind of topping. You usually put it on like hot tea or things like that. It's more of like a wintry kind of thing. I this know, it's pretty versatile. Well, now it even now it gets even more versatile. Right. Um, so basically, what it is, it's a fro- how versatile. <laughs> <laughs> so it's basically you just you can you can either make the honey yourself, and there's millions of videos that have come you mean, up. Do you have to become a bee in order to do it? Yeah. Or no, make no, no. It? it's like when you say make it, do you? What do you mean by that? There's like different things you can like add, like different like there's recipes to so like honey spice substitutes. up. Your, oh, okay. You're, just to enhance the honey. Oh, yeah, sure. but, right. but what Fair you enough. I've had like jalapeno Some honey, hot honey, and, all that. Yeah, yeah, so you can so there's those kinds of those there was that aspect of when, it. I, when oh, we oh. were when we were camping at the beach, we decided to take a day and go over take the Cape May ferry over to sure. Del, uh, to Jersey. Yeah. And we stopped at a winery in Cape May, and I got a charcuterie board. It had a truffle honey on the charcuterie mm-hmm. board that I was legitimately putting my finger in and licking. It <laughs> was so great... I bought a, a can of the truffle honey at this uh, winery. You rubbed all over your nipples. Yes, correct. <laughs> Stop, drop, kaboom, baby. Um, but this one. So Some call me ludicrous. Some call me Mr. Wiggles. There you go. A lot of people don't know that. So for this, uh, what you do is you, however much you want, you could just put the whole bottle if you really wanted to. You freeze it for okay. overnight 12 hours whatever it is and then when you take it out it becomes this this honey gel pretty much and as you like push it out it comes in in like thick it's like a thick clump like of honey like with two c's and you eat it as just like gummy bears pretty much but it's just straight honey and it is delicious you could put it on i've you, put it on you've, you've you've done this yeah i mean i have honey at my house so i, I mean, saw I, the tr- imagine, yeah. I saw the trend i was like eh, am i not i squirted some of it into like a little plastic bottle that was just i finished with water and put it in the freezer came back the next day because it, it open because it was low i couldn't like squeeze all of it right. up to the top so i cut the bottle open and i and i just took a bite of honey and it's really good and it was absolutely delicious it was cold it was gooey it was chewy it was it, it was delicious and there's the the the, the uh, original video has i think close to like 300 million views already huh. it's pretty big Send pretty me. popular can, can you do me a favor do you have access to our twitter yeah can you oh you do yeah post post Tweet the video it. yeah post like the vi- this is what, I, what 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 i was this is jack here this is what i was talking about today during so did years. you mix it with anything else you just ate it no straight? i just put that i just took like the jar of honey yeah, you usually yeah. buy in, sure. in the bear i'm aware yeah put it in water and just ate it normally yeah, you put it in water no no no. i put, it, put in it in a bottle, bottle in a bottle water. yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. right. i didn't want to i didn't want to Freeze the entire thing of honey because I had like a big. You want to you want to do a Jack in the Kitchen segment this week? Yeah, let's do it. In lieu of Kyle in the kitchen. Can you can you bring can you do this and bring it in on Friday? Would it stay frozen? Would you would you be able to do that? Uh, it may. I don't know how fast it melts. I kind of ate it quickly, but. Hmm. Do we have a freezer in that fridge over there? No, I don't think so. I don't don't think so. There might be on top of the compartment. All right, we'll we'll take a look in the show today. I'd like I'd like to do I'd like to do this. 
So we'll do it in lieu of Kyle in the kitchen. This uh, week? If if it can be done, I got If it can be done, I would like to do it. That would be my preference. So, All right. All yeah, right. Yeah. We'll look at the free if we get a freezer or something yeah. like that. Thank you very much. Jim. Sounds good. I'm, well I'm done. intrigued. I am intrigued. I don't disagree. All right, uh, tidbit brought to you today by Mobile One. Mobile One full synthetic motor oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube ser- for service center and ask for Mobile One. Tidbit of the day. This was circulating around Twitter. Brian Powell took it upon himself to DM me with it, but it's a little fun fact. The Orioles had more home runs last night than the Yankees did have hits. I saw so that. Yeah. Sucks for you guys, yeah. New York. We care just about more. Everybody's about trying the to like minors. be excited about the Orioles, man. Like I, I hear you. It's just no. Look, we can be excited about Cedric Mullins. That's fine, but there's just no way. Cedric that suddenly, Mullins suddenly winning games now is helpful. Cedric to the Mullins. Orioles. It's the antithesis of that. Cedric Mullins stole his 20th base, his 19th and 20th. Could there be night. anything less helpful hey. to a team? Hang on. Could there be anything less helpful to a team than Matt Harvey pitching well? Well, it was Jorge right Lopez now? last night. I know last. No, it was Jorge Lopez, but the other day it was Matt Harvey. On Friday, after the deadline passed, Matt Harvey yeah. had a brilliant start. He had a couple of yards before the deadline. I know. Too. Not helpful. Only he could have been healthier sooner. Not helpful. Cedric Go Mullins ahead. stole his 19th and 20th bag last night in the same pit trip around the bases. He also hit his 18th home run. He is two away from a 2020 season. If he were to do that, he'd be the first since Jonathan Villar to do it in 2019. And the VR. third. Yeah, well, spell it the way you say it. Uh, he'd be the ninth player in franchise history to do so as well. And obviously a lot of his success this year attributed to his switch away from switch hitting. His left on left. He's the best lefty on left guy in the history literally, of baseball. It's batting nuts. average against lefties this year, 326. Yeah. Hits, 44, tied for first. His batting average is the first, by the way. Yeah. Six homers is tied for sixth. He also has the second highest on base percentage, base, and fourth highest slugging percentage. Somebody who maybe could take a few notes from him is Austin Hayes, who, against lefties, he's a right-handed hitter, of course, he's crushing it. A 544 slugging percentage, a 345 on base percentage, a 311 average, quality 900-ish or 890 OPS. Well, against righties, his OPS is about 620. So mm-hmm. maybe they need to that? work on that, yeah. or maybe he's just yeah. a quality platoon bat. That said... Can have a nice major league career being one of those. We care more about the minors than the majors as of now. Did you know? Only three more days on the active roster until Adley Rutschman is the number one prospect in all of baseball. That's uh, for Wander for, Franco. For Wander Franco, yeah. Or ten more at bats. Yeah. Rutschman's 895 OPS ranks fifth in the Orioles system. There are three hitters in the Orioles system with OPSs north of 9.45. Sure. Or it's actually a higher than Rutschman. Three with a higher Rutschman OPS. Who are they? I have no idea. They've all been guests on our show. Great. Oh, na- well, now, if you had just started with that, I probably would have gotten it. Are they all, and they're all, none of them are currently, like, guys that were called up recently? They're all. Well, they've been called up in the minors in different places. No, but none of them are no, currently none of on them the major, major league roster. Correct. That was what I was yes. trying to come up with. Not a single one of them. Um. Okay. Um, uh, Robert Newstrom, eight forty-six. So no. Hauser's bounce. Trying to think of other guys that have. And you said it was OPS. I did. Correct. Um, you were out of town for one of the interviews. Oh, good. Well, I was out of town for Robert Newstrom, so that's why I guessed that. That's not why you guessed that. Well, it's why because he's hitting a lot of home runs. His doubles is the reason why I guessed it. Uh, yuck. Yuck, 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 yuck. Taryn Vavra. No, not even in the top of the eight. 
Tyler Nevin. Nope, not in the top eight. How about... I don't even know who's having a good season. I do. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, Kyle Stowers. Stowers. Indeed. Stowers, yeah. Stowers ranks second on this list at 946. Yikes. Recently it's called not, up to Bowie, of course, where he's all. hit better in Bowie than really? Aberdeen. Yes. Really? How about that? Um, Actually, you were out for that one as well, weren't you? I was. That was not the one I was talking about. Oh, there's another one that I was out for. Go good. Um, yeah, Bowie, he's hitting 313 after hitting 275 and slugging 580 after slugging 496 at Aberdeen. Um, man, I, I don't know. I really don't know. One of these guys uh, could be a top 100 prospect. Could be a top 100. Pro- Gunnar Henderson? 847 for Henderson. He's sixth. Jordan Westberg. 951 okay. for Westberg. Leads all Orioles minor leaguers Pretty this good. year. Is that is there another one? There's one more. He's a teammate of Westberg. J.D. Mundy. 931 for J.D. Oh, Mundy. Very there good. you go. Very good. Uh, tidbit also brought to you by Window Nation. 50% off all styles of windows. No money down, no payments, no interest for two full years. Give them a call right now, 866-90NATION. Visit windownation.com. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you. Window Nation, the perfect fit. Tubular brought to you by Grade 8s. Again, the Purple Takeover coming to the Maryland State Fair. Get your tickets. You can get an autograph and picture with 10 past, future, and current Baltimore football stars. Lenny Moore, Adafe Owe, Hollywood Brown, Ronnie Stanley, Ben Cleveland, so many more. 10 of them. For just 350 bucks, find out more. Great8smemorabilia.com with the number 8. Great8smemorabilia.com. Here's what's coming up tonight. Uh, no Garrett Cole for the Yankees this evening. He's got COVID. I don't believe they've announced a starter yet. It will be Alexander Wells for the Birds. That game is on Masson at 7 o'clock. Uh, it's also an MLB network in the rest of the country. If uh, uh, The Ravens expect Lamar Jackson back this weekend. Great. Wonderful. Now they need to get the wide, their wide receivers back on the field. Well, I think Bateman's on the field today, so that's good. Well, they still don't have Hollywood Brown. They but need to get yeah. him back on the field. That would be a good thing. Uh, Phillies Nationals at 7 on Mass and 2. MLB Network, Red Sox Tigers locally at 7. ESPN, the championship game of the basketball tournament. They really picked a terrible time to air this during the Olympics. Uh, Bayheim's Army, the Syracuse team against Team 23 at 9 o'clock. Team 23 features uh, Daniel Chefu from Baltimore, the former Villanova Wildcat. Um, NBA TV, Summer League action there in ESPN2. I'm not going to bother with that. Olympics coverage tonight on NBC, USA, CNBC, NBCSN. Uh, some of the highlights, uh, the USA Dominican Republic women's volleyball quarterfinal at midnight on NBC. The USA Australia women's basketball quarterfinal, 1240 a.m. on USA. USA-Spain men's water polo, 1 a.m. on CNBC. And as we mentioned, the USA-Dominican Republic Olympic uh, baseball knockout round game. Uh, it starts at 11 o'clock on the app, and then apparently it's moving to CNBC at some point. Um, uh, women's golf gets underway, 6.30 on the Golf Channel. Wrestling on the Olympic Channel at 10. Unfortunately, our buddy Johnny Stefanowitz was eliminated yesterday. And Sci-Fi Network for WWE NXT at 8. Anything else? Chopped, 9 o'clock, Food Network. Miracle Workers, 10.30 on TBS. HBO has a Barack Obama documentary at 9. All right, that's it. Very good. Uh, Thanks today to uh, Krista Scheel for joining us in the studio. Thanks also to Toby Welk from the Bowie Bay Sox. We'll get that up in the greatest hits section of the tab at glennclarkradio.com. Drew Forrester, Irons and Fires. Oh, my God. We got 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 some work to do. Indeed. Very good. 
Uh, we'll step it up the rest of the week. That's a promise. That's a promise. Not that we didn't enjoy today. Today was a lot of fun. Love I'll be going Dash. Thursday, but I'll still book guests. Yeah, you're going to need to get the job done. I'll be on a jury. Hopefully not. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, you know, I mean, eh, if you are, you are doing your doing your. Well, I'm strategically do my whole thing of going late or not late, but you have five days within the day you're called to do a uh, walk-in. Th- does that make it more? They throw you at the back, yeah, of uh, the jury number. Very so. cool. Yeah. If you say so. so. Maybe they change it, but hopefully not. All right. Thanks everybody. At Pressbox, all of our great sponsors and partners, including. The U.S. Army, Glory Days Grill, Window Nation, Royal Farms, Chesapeake Employers Insurance, Exxon Mobil, KNS Automotive, C3 American Exteriors, Great Eights Memorabilia, Sports and Social MD, the BMW Championship, Bradley and Nikki Bozeman Foundation, your local Toyota dealer, and buyatoyota.com. Thanks to Kyle Ottenheimer, Sad Lonely Man. Follow him on Twitter at Ottenheimer. Follow us at Glenn Clark Radio. Uh, thanks to Jack as well. Have a great Tuesday night. Go Birds. Go USA. Duke sucks. Ohio State sucks too.